0: because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: I take the L to jail with the real world. Got on the 87, sat by this little girl. She recited raps. I forgot where they was from in them. She was saying how she make brothers come. I started thinking, how many souls hip-hop has affected? How many dead folks this art resurrected? How many nations this culture connected? Who am I to judge one's perspective? For some of this shit y'all pop true It real I ain't relating. If I don't like it, I don't like it. That don't mean that I'm hating hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host Rod and karen and we're in the house on a uh monday yes sir that's right monday afternoon the blackout tips you guys know how it is uh some of y'all will be hearing this tuesday because you guys listen later but if you're live then you're chilling on a monday night with us okay yes you are before love and hip hop comes on and uh it's then Hollywood. The- yeah we in hollywood now uh shout out to my girl uh keisha cole who finally on there now oh shit yep uh you know looking out looking out uh of course you guys um if you're listening to this you guys should already know but you can find us on itunes and stitcher just search the blackout tips go to our website theblackouttips.com you can become a premium member theblackouttips.com slash premium there's all kinds of shows on there for you to listen to um the official weapon of the show is (coughs) an an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh we are sponsored today um we're, we're 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 brought to you by one of our uh no offense to the other sponsors but one of our sexier sponsors uh adamandeve.com it's trying to help you get your 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 uh your cake copping, uh i mean your cake chopping um routine going on okay
0: <laughs>
1: and i don't think there's anything wrong with that all right um let me see if i can find some music to go with this how about this adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom and well, i'm not just talking no texas p i'm talking about that type of T-O, okay oh lord and they're backing up that promise so check this out go to adamandeve.com you can get 50 percent off of just about any item when you enter offer code tbgwt at checkout after you do that you're just like oh that's all i'm good half off of an item thank you Ryder karen well that's not enough after you do that, they will also give you the Big O kit. It's, uh, for, it's straight up free. And uh, it includes their exclusive Climax gel and a mini vibrator. Mm-hmm. So now you're going to be vibrating to the Big O. That's why they call it that. Um, and also, you can get your entire order for free sent to you, mailed in the mail for free. All you got to do to do this, put in TBGWT in the offer code when it's time to check out seems like a fairly simple plan to me you go to com. you pick out one item it could be anything it could be a a new toy it could be a naughty movie or anything else really lingerie they sell everything there condoms in bulk school's coming back um so yeah man make sure you guys do that put in code tbgwt get that for 50 percent off get your free big okay and get your free shipping come on now Encouraging y'all to take care of yourselves. Buy your condos and both. all right, for half off. You
0: don't ever know when you're going to be ready. Yeah, it is known when it comes to that we're blessed. But understand that your mind might be the strongest yet. We have fitted many things. What this will be? Without the work of people that look just like you and me. That's Spread that's your wings. So fly, your wings,
1: man. Star. Your wings, all right and that's eric robertson uh and the song is superman because i know niggas gonna be asking me on twitter mm-hmm. tomorrow that's nice uh all right guys let's get into uh all the segments and the news there's all kinds of news to cover of course there's all kinds of segments that we do here at the blackout tips uh some uh popular and legendary some rarely come around anymore it just kind of depends on what's going on with the day. um today um we do have a familiar segment that we haven't done in a few days
0: question, you have
1: the answer, so tell me what I want to know,
0: do you want to funk, do you want to funk, won't you tell me now, won't you tell me now, if you want to funk, let me show you how, do you want to funk with me? Do
1: you wanna fall with me hey and now for all the horrible news that's happening out here in this world okay guys sorry it's not a not a very fun segment all the time hopefully we have some good news today though uh let's see um well this isn't good news the department of justice files an amicus brief uh amicus brief restricting lgbtq title seven protection um which is essentially saying you can be filed for your sexual identity or sexual orientation um that was protected um i believe uh the, the, when did that pass i want to say that was recent did that pass that you couldn't just federal for federal jobs you couldn't just fire somebody because of their sexual orientation right. or or gender uh you know orientation and of course um you know president obama joe biden were uh advocates and allies to the lgbtq community in the time that they did occupy the white house doesn't necessarily mean they had enough impact on the entire country to get everything done and Mm -hmm. and and all that other stuff you know i'm not trying to belittle that work or anything I, i really do think you know especially looking at now it's like uh those were the times and everything but uh yeah apparently um they're basically arguing that sex-based uh discrimination is you know like uh because somebody's a woman or a man and you discriminate against them that is still discrimination
2: yes it is but if
1: somebody is say trans if somebody is gay and you decide to fire them for that or retaliate against them that's not discrimination so uh in other words the under the Department of Justice conception of the title VII uh uh should a company discriminate equally between gay men and lesbian women, the company is acting lawfully and in accordance with civil rights legislation uh dismissing identity preferences the d o j repeatedly refers to lgbtq people as homosexuals uh throughout the fouling, collapsing the diverse identities into homosexuality. Uh, response from legal minds came swiftly uh some people uh reacted on twitter echoing similar sentiments um yeah it's uh yeah i mean they do you know what the message is here is another another notch because the thing is private employers weren't necessarily held to this anyway Mm -mm. um and so for the good and the bad some people had higher standards than required by law some had lower um well i guess not lower than law but still they had low standards yeah bare minimal. yeah they could they could straight up discriminate and they didn't give a fuck um but in this case it's just kind of disheartening because this came out the same day as the ban on transgender people in the military and it does send that message you know which is the The overall message of all this shit is this othering and this your life doesn't matter and you're less than a human being yeah just go away um that's the whole point like every everybody gets caught up on the semantics of the other shit the point is this huge you know we we're going to make you uh feel like you don't matter and you don't belong um and that's all people care about um all right uh transgender soldiers fear life setback after trump's tweet uh this is another design of of the trump administration this is not by happenstance uh i think i said it i may have said it on the show yesterday but i definitely thought about it after the show went off but it's no coincidence that that breakfast club conversation uh about janet mock and then this it goes into this trans panic murder joke whatever you want to call it um it's no coincidence that those two that that conversation about the military ban sparked into this you know extremely transphobic conversation you know it's all about design you know and you have a lot of people that would if you set them down they would tell you i'm against trump i'm against bigotry i support this that and the other but when it comes down to it they're sitting there on the side of trump they're sitting there agreeing with him they're sitting yeah. there supporting his same stances because not about what you say it's about what you support right or even worse some of them are just talking a good game because it's trump saying the shit so it's like i'm against everything trump says but in principle they agree and they got that's how you get quote-unquote tricked into opening up because i don't think they were by tricked i don't mean that they uh were like oh i don't really mean that no 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 they got They let their guard down for a second because they really do believe a lot of this transphobia shit out here but they but they don't say that shit because they just know it's a third rail i might say something wrong i don't know enough blah 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 so instead you end up talking about this tangential topic and then you unleash your same transphobia you know i didn't listen i don't listen to the breakfast club and all fairness and all disclosure i I don't even really feel comfortable promoting their boycott because it's weird because i i never promote them niggas any other time i don't know that i'm the demo that would help with that or not i I, i've retweeted a few things and said a few things i and and maybe they will get maybe something will happen to that show i just i I guess i just highly doubt it i doubt it you know we'll see you know um but one of the things that about that conversation though that 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 i took away from it was just these niggas will all walk around and think they better people than trump and his and his cohorts come on they would all think they're better to people than these people but they're not you know like you essentially you essentially had us in this area you're not better you have the same fucking things it's that thing where a lot of black people would be republicans if it wasn't for them being racist against us
2: Yes, they would. One hundred percent. A lot of people sit up in church. They would, if the Republicans weren't racist, it would be so many niggas that would pull that, clever, that lever because they don't care about other black people. They think brown people deserve what they get. They think they're an exception to the rule. Colorism balls in there. You have a lot of white and um, black people. Their whole goal is to be white and and just be accepted in the whiteness. A lot of them have been raised up and they've always been the other other special negro other special snowflakes and they raised their children to be like this in uh my personal opinion and if it wasn't for that racist shit they would pull that goddamn level you can't tell me nothing different because you you know the same thing these republicans stand by y'all do too you're homophobic you're transphobic you're xenophobic you you all them whatever phobia and cousin and friend and 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 extended family you feel the same way too but for, but because they blatantly smack you upside the head and go we hate you too nigga and you say well i guess i'll be over here with the other niggas because y'all don't want me but if they welcome y'all with open arms a lot of niggas would be over there too
1: right not even dropping everything just uh you know specific your you know racism against black people they would be like oh yeah no no i am for your homophobia your bigotry uh uh yeah islamophobia your yeah, uh you know uh the deportation of uh, uh uh documented people i'm for all this shit i'm for everything you say except y'all don't fuck with me either you know and that's how those conversations feel to me where it's like oh you it's a single degree of separation with a lot of people um and, and in the wake of that fallout you see a lot of people defending it but back to this story um like i said it's all connected to me mm. Like yes. that military ban is supposed to elicit and stoke the transphobia in a lot of people, and it does it works it works I watch people get you know emboldened. I watch people that think the trump uh brand and his administration I watch people that think it's despicable become emboldened it's, it's odd to see it from black people, not that it's impossible not I'm not saying I'm shocked, I'm not saying I'm surprised it's still odd to to the way i view life it's odd to watch those connections happen and watch as people that don't really see it for themselves like that nobody that is being inspired by this shit would then turn around and be like because i because thank because that trump got it right on this one right most of them would not say that most of them would be like no fuck trump he's wrong but in the same breath be like but it ain't transient per trick i'll fucking kill her ass they'll be the same people to say that shit but you claim that you don't fuck with him or them and they wrong and everything they do is bad but somehow you end up on that side of you know the bathroom band is silly it's stupid da 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 but yet that trans panic defense is the same inspiration that people use in the bathroom stuff oh they gonna come in there and prey on us that that's the thing like these transgender women they they're predators they out here getting these men anyway um Captain Jennifer Sims, who was once known as Jonathan Sims, read her president's tweets in horror last week when he imposed the pl- blanket ban. She said, I read the tweets while I was at work, and you know it was devastating because I still have to work, uh I still have work to do, and here I am, reading basically what sounded like my president of the United States, who was the commander-in-chief, he is ultimate boss of the military, telling me and anybody else that is, is transgender that we are fired. There's another thing that happens when you don't run things through the chain of command nobody knew what the fuck trump was doing you got an entire fucking military and i said this shit on the day that it happened uh on my twitter on my facebook page because i think we were off the air that day but i was like you what message does it send for the people that are transgender that already are in the military because everybody's looking at it like oh people won't be able to join but how the fuck do i safely navigate the space i'm already in because are you firing me am i out am i i'm no longer getting a check i'm no longer uh my
2: livelihood
1: right and transgender people in this country are extremely uh are on the edges of society when it comes to money when it comes to resources when it comes to shelter so you're taking away uh a a, a job that offers those things you know
2: not only that uh for a lot of marginalized people and a lot of brown people truth be told military is a way of escape for life for a lot of people and military is a way to make money when for a lot of people there's no other means to make money um a, a military brings a brings a lot of brown people out of poverty uh brings a lot of lgbtq people out of poverty it you know get healthcare well, you know what's funny like people
1: people don't want to hear that shit because if you're so anti-military it's like well it's almost like you can trick yourself into thinking this is good you know what i mean like oh good but i'm like no that's the that's how they get you right is you sit around here and go well my ultimate goal is fuck the military so hey y'all shouldn't be in the military anyway and it's like okay i I hear you dog but what does this send what message is it sending to society is it sending the message that we need to protect trans people and provide for them no it's sending the exact opposite message and you're sitting around touting that shit you know the same way that saying that trans people uh should not be discriminated against whether it's the military or even the fucking police force i'm still not saying because i'm okay with the military and the police force and everything they do is good now no it doesn't make it okay or better or whatever but i can still say i know the message you're trying to send with this ban because we're not talking about even if you thought well this is hurting the military so that's good we're not talking about a lot of jobs so we're not talking about actual uh uh, hurt to the military and the money that they were using to support those people they're going to just use it towards more shit anyway right not to mention this administration will definitely ask for more money for the military budget they're not going to cut that budget um so it's not even it's not even it's just about the messaging that's it you know it's, it's at least it seems that simple to me you know um and, but yeah i think about the people that are in there and i'm like that is a signal to your older soldiers that your life doesn't matter and they can do whatever they want to you period you know, we also know transgender people are targeted for sexual assault more often. You know, in an in a institution where the military is full of sexual assault.
2: Full of it, dog. Full of it. We've read articles. We've read stories. They've done studies. They've done statistics. Full of it. And it's one of the things where there's no organization that's perfect, but it's one of the things where they're willing to fight for this country something that the average person is not willing to do if they are willing to do it allow them to i salute them for being willing to do it i do not love this country that goddamn much i have personal issues with this country i'm like nah fuck you i'm good i'm not taking a bullet for you
1: yeah um well also like the like you said uh it, it it can be a vehicle whether it's out of poverty or just literally to survive sometimes right? like it sucks that that's life but that's what life is right now we can worry about where life is or where the idealistic where it could be and it ain't there yet meanwhile millions of people got to die for us to have that ideal that's supposed to be there you know what i mean like what, what in the time that we have arguing over what the perfect solution will be we have this makeshift shit for people to just get by every day. And one of those things that people, you know, like I said, military is not like a other like a lot of other jobs. Mm-mm. You it will they will put a roof over your head in a situation where you normally wouldn't even have a roof. They will uh give medical care in a situation where you normally wouldn't get medical care. They will provide um you know, a means for you to go to college and educate yourself. These things being through the military and the government, sure, it sucks. But my father went was in the Air Force, you know what I mean, for just long enough to get his GI Bill or whatever, or just to get his college education and provide for his family for the rest of his life. It's a way out, you know what I mean? It's that or it's dirt floors, you know? Like it wasn't like, oh, I had 17,000 choices. And and trans people are facing these same choices. And, And literally, I mean, even if we were to have a war, the odds of dying on the streets as a trans person of color are probably higher. Right. So it's not even like, like it's almost like no choice uh, until society steps up and does better. So yeah, that, that band made me think about the people that were in there. And this story was, uh, this article was talking about it.
2: Right. Cause I'm like you, I have family that is currently in the military. I have family that is active. I have family that is on reserves. I have family that retired from the military. I have family that was really, really, really high ranking in the military. So I have connections to, you know, the military, deep connections with my family. And my thing is, like I said before, these people that are protesting and these people that are like, hey, uh, we want y'all at the military. None of y'all are willing to take a bullet either.
1: It don't matter if you're willing to take a bullet or not, though because we're not i'm not talking about the the willingness to fight I'm talking about having to survive correct that's the difference is there's a lot of people that get you know how many motherfuckers sign up for the military that never intend on firing or getting shot a lot of people they it, like that's how dire it is for people in, in in bad situations in this country you're not sitting around like because i can't wait to kill a motherfucker what you sitting around is thinking i can't wait to have three hot meals you know what i mean like if the choice was literally every if we had a situation in america where everyone who signed up to join the military was really just in there because they were like i want to go occupy other countries and kill brown people all over the globe i would actually be like yep i feel you that those people that's trash that's fucked up you make that uh decision then i can't support you some of this shit is like man i was living in my car i didn't know what i was gonna do you know my parents told me get the fuck out of the house you need a job you or 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 join the military but you can't stay here you know i was leaving an abusive situation All i right. you know from the time i was 13 or 14 i'm living on the streets these this is one of the only places that would take me and provide it's that kind of court it's that kind of shit that we're asking for people uh to just you know anyway it's it's complex and like i said people find a home here um and in a place where you don't have a lot of homes in america correct so uh yeah i'm not surprised that it left a lot of confusion
2: right because something something that something that he goddamn does it irritates the shit out of me a lot of his shit is just it's not organized not planned you put shit out you don't run it through chain of commands, you know, and so nobody knows how to act. Nobody knows how to respond. Nobody knows how to implement. Nobody knows what to do. And it's every time something comes out, it's fucking chaos. Just like with the uh the the, the band before, you had all the people showing up at the airport and they're all. Like, what the fuck is wrong with everybody? It's fucking unorganized. Well, and do is unorganized.
1: In this case, the like I said, it's about the sentiment. Right. I don't even think he cares that much about the executability of his plans.
0: Because
1: if he did, he'd run it by people. Right. But it's about uh, the appearance of leadership. It's about, it's, uh, he's the opposite of Obama, who was right. a constitutional lawyer. So he was a strict, con- he was, people, Republicans say they're constitutionalists. They, they're not, they're just bigots. B- but he was a, a constitutionalist, as in, like, I'm a scholar, I know the Constitution, I know how government works barack obama was at, and that's why a lot of his shit that people complained about because he didn't just decree from on high and, and grandstand he was like no oh, I, know. I have to work with this many people to get this many votes to get this to cross both aisles and in, in order for us to have a, a state a, a standing uh unbreakable uh compromise right you have to have everybody agree and nobody like that because everybody can you know on twitter i don't have to compromise shit on facebook i don't have to compromise shit when i'm talking to my friends i don't have to compromise shit i can just say this is how everything should be we all agree we nod our heads and we walk the fuck away but that's how trump does operate now sure his shit doesn't always get passed it's not feasible but the point is it engenders a certain level of hostility
0: yes it does that
1: is the point that is the shit that just keeps being missed in all these conversations because right. it comes about well is it possible can he kick him out can he do this what he has done is sent a big ass alley to a lot of bigots. like hey guys you have an ally in the white house the right. things that you've been thinking i think those things cool, yeah. i tweet those things no one can make me stop and if somebody and if something happens where they're like well mr trump president trump you can't do that he goes, oh, fake news or uh, the liberal media or something like he's always somebody's fault. But the point being, I'm with y'all. That's how I see it. Um. So in the initial moments after the tweet, I saw myself forced into a state that was it. I was in before trans. I started transitioning. A state of depression, exhaustion, uh, exhaustion and inability to enjoy things. Said Sims, twenty eight, who spoke on her own behalf and not on that of the army. On July 26, Trump tweeted after consultation with my, with my generals and military experts, please be advised that the United States government will not accept or allow, and he left the wording, wait, world waiting for an hour for delivering the hammer blow. Transgender individuals to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military, our military must be focused on decisive, overwhelming victory and cannot be burdened with the tremendous medical costs and disruption that transgender in the military would entail. Thank you. so yeah (sighs) like I said it's gonna affect a lot more people and I I won't be surprised if people die get hate crime all kinds of shit behind this
2: not gonna be punished not gonna be persecuted not gonna be bought up in the court of law
1: Mm Hmm. Uh, Charlemagne uh, the god mm, uh, apparently got interrupted by trans protesters Uh, on Sunday during appearance at Politicon charlemagne the guy was interrupted during his remarks by two women protesting for the trans community the protest was sparked by the recent breakfast hashtag breakfast club boycott um that cropped up after the show found itself under fire for comments that little deval made suggesting that he would kill a trans woman if he were dating her and found out that she was transgender uh you know i think we got we heard the, the clip yesterday mm-hmm. uh let me see if i can put this on the screen give me a second y'all but um yeah so i mean and this is the kind of thing where it's like um maybe this is bigger than other things he's done i, I can never tell to be honest nope
2: because wherever the line is it's constantly moved
1: yeah and i don't really mess with him at all like that so i don't know uh maybe y'all know why this one's catching on or maybe or maybe this is like the other ones in two or three days something will happen and it'll be forgotten i know people are already defending them and defending the whole crew and being like oh. they didn't say anything wrong what did they do wrong they were just there it was really little deval so you know they and they've already done that show and said like well I, we can't make a grown man say whatever da 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 and i mean to a certain extent they are right you can't make a grown man say whatever and um i know me personally i laugh at shit when i'm shocked like like i mean and and sometimes the situation where it's really to my detriment like Ah! uh you know somebody does something i just start laughing because i'm like holy shit shit,
2: that's so fucked up
1: um but that wasn't this in my opinion like they were in on the joke you know angela yee to like a lesser extent but they were they set up the alley-oop because they wanted him to say that shit like you can just tell from the conversation i I just don't know how anybody can pretend that they weren't complicit but that's what folks are doing right now um anyway this is the uh protest it's only 50 15 seconds long this video um all right well you know what let's just uh vamp for a second okay uh but yeah it's gonna be interesting if people start bringing that shit to people's face
2: yeah, this is when you're in the studio dog
1: right you can sit on the studio and talk shit uh i'm gonna try to go directly to the youtube page no problem you can sit in the studio and talk shit all the time uh all day about people but yeah and like you saw they didn't do that shit to janet Mock's face they waited for her to leave and they wanted to have that conversation without her involved where they were talking about her using her as a uh, prop essentially uh to disrespect her Oh wait, is it gonna play now? Hold on a second, guys. Uh, I think it's gonna play, but yeah, you saw they what they how exactly they played it. Like it, at no point was it about. Um,
0: uh, uh,
1: us. Uh, you can't really hear them because they're not on the mic and they're uh, filming themselves trans are not <laughs> a joke.
0: Trans people are not a joke. right no,
1: now. No. Yeah, and it sounded like whoever was on the mic was kind of trying to overshout them anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they basically were saying trans people are not a joke. We're not huh. a joke. Um others shouted out that Charlamagne had allowed a lot of comedian on the show to uh belittle the the suffering of trans women in response Charlemagne explained to his audience at large that protesters were there for and said that when deval had made the joke he immediately responded i know you can't do that that's a hate crime um yeah you know what the other part of that is too hopefully it emboldens people to be a little more vocal about this kind of shit you know uh i know that's something that a lot of people don't see themselves because you don't want to spoil the party right you don't want to invite someone on your show and then turn it to the person that's like hey i know this is a comedy show but let's get serious for a moment and no more jokes about this you know you don't want to be that person but hopefully if we make the social cost of not saying shit as you know as uh to at least make people think maybe people will do a better job i, I mean i can't think i know that's what had to happen with racial shit you know it had to happen with gay shit like people would bring up like yo you said this and it's very fucking homophobic and you know what stuff like that stop happening on tv for a lot of a lot of stuff they used to slide don't slide no more mm-hmm. people know the rules so this is a way of um getting the rules out there i guess and like i said i don't know if anything happened to him or not but maybe he'll think twice next time maybe that show will think twice maybe angela yee will step up and say something maybe dj envy will step up i don't have a lot of hope i don't keep in mind i don't this is all with a grain of salt because i don't really know if anything will change but maybe uh janet mock wrote a piece for com um responding to uh the breakfast club using her as fodder for um for for their jokes um she says i was not naive when i entered the tribeca studio of the breakfast club a hip-hop radio show that builds itself as the world's most dangerous morning show hosted by angeli Yee, charlamagne tha god and dj envy on july 18th i had watched previous interviews over the years and was familiar with their provocative and oftentimes problematic brand of talk for instance i remember their interview with trans dancer and online personality sydney star in 2013 and i recall many times that they derogatorily used the term tranny with casual disdain I witnessed the male host critique the bodies of black cis and trans women alike as if they were objects on the, we were objects on display open for dissection. Yet I was hopeful that I could use the show's vast platform to speak directly to their predominantly black and Latinx listeners who are often excluded from the conversation, uh, held in mainstream LGBT spaces, uh, which are largely white, moneyed, and concerned with the centering of cis folks. Uh, I hoped, I can make listeners aware of the lived realities of their trans sisters and let them know that we deserve to be seen, heard, and acknowledged without the threat of harassment and exclusion and violence. My ultimate goal was to be accessible, to not judge, to call in rather than call out and above all to exercise patient as a straight cis male host. Uh, process, uh, process my existence. It's rare that I do trans one on one lecturing anymore because I've already done that work. My first book, Redefining Realness, which was filled with plain speak and explanatory commas and definitions and statistics and context. In fact, I've turned down thousands from colleges and corporations because I refuse to engage in trans one on one. Trans folks, especially of color, should not be obligated to help cis folks play catch up with our, to our, on our experiences the effort can detract from our work to protect and liberate ourselves yet i also know that black and latina trans women often live in communities of color so outreach to viewers of color from the wendy's william Wendy williams show in essence to desus and Mero was vital and i set out on my when i said as i set out on my book tour i was invited to the breakfast club because co-host yeast chose my second memoir surpassing certainty for her book club uh, it was lastly, it was my last scheduled media appearance after a long, grueling tour. It's a port of surpassing certainty, which is about the years in my life I decided to keep my transness private. Largely in order to gain access and to maintain my safety these years coincided with my 20s when i navigated college graduate school in my early media career the interview aired the radio stations across the country edited and condensed edit, and in its entirety on youtube a week later though i have not been able to watch the video of my interview i have already experienced it and i would won't be doing so again I'm proud of the labor i put forth and i'm grateful to ye for her preparation and effort to steer the conversation away from the particulars of my body and instead toward my work the interview was what it was and i refuse to re-experience being asked about my vagina in such a blatant irrelevant and sensational ways uh again i am not fucking with you why do i why if i'm not fucking you why do you care come on yeah um yeah that's that's and and you know that's the thing (laughs) whenever i listen to the show which i don't really but you know a clip goes viral or something i always see angela yee is the only person that actually attempts to be good at the interview and shit but people like the clowning and the braggadocio of the male calls particularly charlamagne that's the main attraction is he'll ask anything but it's like he did. Like that's the thing. How can you give somebody credit? Because they'll get awkward. They don't give a fuck. They'll they'll challenge a, a person. Yeah, if it's about a rap beef. But would you challenge somebody if they said something homophobic or transphobic or misogynistic? No. So then you're not really challenging shit. You know what I mean? You're not. Re- that's not. There's no real awkward anything. Like you agree with everything coming out their mouth. If somebody comes on there and says uh a bunch of hotel shit then they just gonna have a place to say it you gonna laugh at anything else like that's that's how it goes it's like it's just not a serious show and i to be honest i just wish people treated it that way and then we wouldn't have to worry about it but the problem is enough people go on there that have shit to promote and it's like well damn if it's a serious platform then it's gonna be held to serious standards you can't have it both ways where four million people to tune into your shit, and you also have the presidential candidates on there and shit. But at the same time, I'm supposed to go, "Well, they're just being silly and having fun." Like, is it, it's a business?
2: Yeah, uh, yes, it is 100. percent
1: You know, it's a business. Like I said, I don't know if white shows are doing this or not. I don't listen to them. So if they are, then I guess everybody's doing it. But right.
2: that must that must be the formula.
1: Right. It just feels weird to me. Um. Just when I thought the experience was behind me, I woke up to a text from a friend a few days later, just after Trump's attempt to ban trans folks from the military, asking if I was okay. I didn't know what she was referring to. I was afraid something happened to a mutual friend. My heart skipped. When I checked Twitter and saw a video clip of The Breakfast Club interview with comedian Lil Duvall, whose name I had never heard before. Well, joined the club. Uh, in the clip, an ex- you know what's funny? Never heard a Lil Duvall joke. I've never even heard, even people that claim to like him and be fans of him, never heard them quote his jokes Mm-mm. everybody else that's a comedian that people fuck with they got a joke or two today all a phrase or a saying or something never heard anybody repeat his material it's like it's as if the only time people bring him up is to say i just like that he's offensive and don't give a fuck but i'm like is that really funny is that making him a comedian or do you just like are you just keeping him around because you want to be like oh i want to laud his ignorance right like isn't ignorance good it's like i feel you on um, trying to say is ignorance good ignorance can be funny as fuck yes it can to be honest but he is a professional comedian what's the what's the comedy
2: yeah what's the punchline
1: like what's the comedy to it you know um i got but people have a very i guess various low bars and shit um anyway um so in the clip, an extended version can be seen here on television DJ Envy poses a hypothetical question to his guest about dating and sleeping with a woman who discloses that she's trans after four months of courtship. This might sound messed up, and I don't care. Duvall says she dying. I can't deal with that. That's a hate crime. Charlemagne says you can't do that. You manipulated me to believe in this thing. deval says before continuing, if one did that to me and they didn't tell me, I'm gonna be so mad I'm probably going to want to kill them. Then DJ Envy holds up my book, *The Past Certainty*, the cover image is a close-up portrait of my face. Envy says this is janet mock right here all right put that but that damn put that damn book down to valdemans tell me she ain't pretty come on now she's beautiful yay ye echoes nope that nigga doing his thing ain't fitting to get me the host laughed after using uh, using my image as a literal prop just days after i was a guest on the same show for last vitriol and deeper call uh a deeper call of justification for violence just so we are clear on a black program that often advocates for the safety and lives of black people its host laughed at their guests advocated for the murder of a trans woman who are black people too a uh, trans women who are black people too um this was not the first time that i've been misgendered dismissed told that i'm an abomination that i need medical help and god etc cetera, etc cetera. uh boo boo you are not original everything you do, everything you spewed has been said to me and my sisters before hundreds of times but there are deeper consequences to this casual ignorance uh, and is is that is this displo- is this deplorable rhetoric that leaves many cis men desperately clutching to their heterosexuality to yell at, kick, spit on, shoot, burn, stone, and kill trans women of color? I, it's something I've written about extensively and even explored in my conversation with actress Amia Scott, who lost her sister China Gibson when she was shot to death in New Orleans in February. China was the fifth trans woman killed in 2017. There have been at least 15 reported deaths of trans women of color so far this year, according to GLAAD. Until cis people, especially heteronormative men, are able to interrogate their own toxic masculinity and realize their own gender performance is literally killing trans women, cis men will continue to persecute trans women and blame them for their own deaths. If you think trans women should disclose and be honest, then why don't you work on making the damn world safe for us to exist in the first place? The I'd kill a woman if I found out rhetoric is precisely why so many women told themselves, uh, hold themselves so tight the stigma and the shame attached to our own to our desires need to be abolished yeah that's what i don't understand because niggas love being like if well just tell me up front but at the same time being like bitch i'll kill you like how is that possible it's impossible to have a world where both of those things are true right tell you know what i mean if you don't disclose me because you're gonna be mad that you are attracted to a person that was that is trans right and want to and want to f- do physical harm to this person like the way you talk isn't even a way of genuine care or concern it is a threat the way you fucking talk is a threat you know it's a difference if it would be different if people were like well tell me up front because i want to know how i can best help you or i want to know um how how I'm addressing you correctly and all this. They're not saying out of concern. They're saying it just about them. Like, because that's gonna make me gay. Unless I kill you, then I'm gonna be straight again. That's like you and you go, I can't believe these people are quote unquote tricking me. You mean surviving? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, well apparently I have to trick you because if I don't pass the trick standards in your mind, I'm I can be killed. My life ain't worth shit. I'm just like a man. I can you can cuz it's not like they go, "Oh, this person uh is, I found out this person was trans and they're, they're a trans woman and I have to understand the complexities of that." No, they go, "Cuz you a man." Right. I can hit you like a man. I can kill you cuz you a man. Nigga, you the problem. But you had the people that promote this that will think they're not the problem. You the problem. They'll literally be like, "I'm not I don't see how I'm part of the problem. I just sat there and and laughed or whatever the fuck it's like nigga you the problem too um anyway um we must navigate difficult conversations about desire and identity about the fact that trans girls exist and as for as long as we've existed we've been desired by men including high profile ones who won't ever own their desires who are not working towards gaining the tools to deal with their attraction and just so we are clear just because you find me and my sisters attractive does not mean we desire you you never could yeah that's is also funny like all these if you trick me like nope nobody's when did you ever think you was gonna pull a laverne cox or janet mock
2: right because what world right because at the end of the day for men it's about their penis and how dare my penis jump and be attracted to you you mm-hmm. know and it's the same thing you know they quote-unquote claim and i'm using their words that you quote-unquote a man but you know what you beat them just like you do women right you know you beat them you abuse them you you kill them just like you do women right so because you can overpower them and that's the whole purpose of the abuse is the overpowerment
1: yeah and from my understanding the breakfast clubs parent company iHeartRadio, radio is hemorrhaging money they don't know if they'll be open in a year or not but and i and i <laughs> i i i i always gonna i'm always gonna be conflicted about even covering this kind of shit on the show because i know that they're a beast that feeds on the attention like it's it's you know it's like trying to fight a dragon with fire you can be like y'all are, y'all are fucked up but as long as they can turn this into we the most dangerous radio show everybody just come talk about talk shit about us and that like they're gonna always be at the center so it's like i you know to a certain extent i don't even really necessarily like highlighting this shit because all the attention is good attention and some motherfuckers listening to this right now just gonna flip right over to them as soon as they get done with us you know like it is what it is and i don't know how you reach people that don't really give a fuck right you know like i can only tell you that it's fucked up what they doing and leave it at that but you know it's the same way that motherfuckers listening to this but when i go to stitcher it says if you listen to blackout tips you might like to read or some shit mm-hmm. and you're like okay there's people that really think that his shit is as valid as what we say and i don't know what to do Uh, about that apparently
2: it is because some of the shows that like with that algorithm you be like how do we get linked up with these people
1: right um uh but yeah like you know i said fuck the breakfast club on facebook and then one person had put like a sad face emoji i was like well what's up with that and it was like oh man i didn't see the clip today i'm like but honestly dog i could have said this any day like it's not just today though, but I mean, people listen to him, people support him. I don't, and I, I don't, and I don't have a solution for you. That's shit that I listen to and support that is fucking problematic. I don't even know. Correct. Like this is not even how I view the fucking world. That's 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 the wild part about it. I don't, I don't know that a boycott is a win necessarily for anybody. I just know what they did needed to be confronted and brought out and and talked about why it's fucked up. Right. I don't expect people to be like, and now I know most people are going to be like uh, i'm going to retreat into my privilege and be like fuck everybody that disagrees anyway Duval purposely misgendered me as the host laughed thereby co-signing in an attempt to put me in my place and erase my man- womanhood their fragile masculinity uh would not allow them to recognize the simple truth i'm an accomplished beautiful black trans woman your willful ignorance will not stop me from being exactly who i am my sisters and i are here and we exist and you will not diminish our light and our brilliance even in the face of this nonsense, I have to acknowledge that this is not about me. I've dealt with the limitations of little insecure men my entire time, my entire life. I do thank each and every black woman and femme who's shown up for me, especially Black Lives Matter co-founder Patrice Colors, trans feminist editor Ashley Marie Preston, activist Blossom C. Brown, who disrupted a, polit- a political con- a conversation Sunday, with co-host Charlemagne to call attention to the way his show helped perpetuate violence. Also, must shout out Raquel, Raquel Willis's hashtag trans folks are not a joke. Um, yeah, you know, what's wild about this shit too, is, um, breakfast club will definitely be like us laughing wasn't a cosign, which, like I said, I completely understand in some cases people laugh and it's not a cosign. I completely understand. This is not one of those cases. It's just, no one listening to that conversation came away with, well, they clearly disagree. They clearly do not find what he's doing funny nobody came away for that with that why do you think so many people didn't come away with that you know what i mean it's that it's that moment where you're like i don't know if y'all got that across y'all are communicators y'all know y'all are professionals you know but they can also retreat into the fact that most people will not care and because they are you know if you're listening to that show that's a show in your staple you've tolerated a lot of shit before now why would why would today be different right but I'll be just fine. I have a job, a home, a supportive husband, and a family I feel protected and cared for. I'm okay. Unfortunately, my writing this essay or conducting another interview will not do all the work. It'll be up to you, the readers, and listeners to help bridge that gap. So I ask, how will you show up for our sisters who are watching, listening, and experiencing this violence daily? Yeah. I, you know, I, I don't even know what you do about this. Because as I said, don't expect the show to go anywhere um don't expect charlemagne to go anywhere Mm-mm. don't expect Lil duvall to go anywhere nope i don't expect anything to happen to anybody involved in this uh because a lot more people believe and support this shit than uh than don't and even uh even some woke ass like black cisgender feminists and women and uh other people that are still out there on some like yeah, but when it comes to trans issues anyway. So it's such a huge portion of the population. I don't know how you fight this shit. You know? Uh but uh I don't know. Hopefully us talking about it here has uh at least shine some light on some shit. Hopefully uh you know um you know uh people learn about some some voices that they wouldn't have heard otherwise. You know, I wanted to read that on the air cuz honestly i would rather somebody speak for themselves and to feel like we're always speaking for a community that we're not part of you know but there's so many articles and avenues and resources for people that want to hear um what trans people have to say for themselves when it comes to this shit because you don't have to take our word for it we're nobody we don't fucking know everything we're not academics we don't study this shit we just care about people and would like to live in a world where you don't have to be part of a group to care about a group i think that i because i would like people to be that way for me you know i would like when some kid gets shot in the street people to be like oh yeah uh that black person got shot and i'm not black but that's fucked up so anyway uh pakistan issues a landmark transgender passport that's kind of that's some good news that's uh that's positive uh, Pakistan, uh, Pakistan's marginalized transgender community on Wednesday welcomed the government's decision to issue its first passport with a transgender category as an important milestone in the struggle against discrimination. The conservative South Asian nation where homosexuality is a crime last week issued a passport to prominent transgender activist Farzana Riaz with an X to symbolize a third sex printed under, under the gender category of the travel document yeah i didn't even think about that if uh if you just been going mf or whatever for, in that because you got one space on one box for for all the history right what is this you know if you come up with something other than mf they probably do put everything under x like everything's gonna be under that x now
2: everything
1: like if it ain't an mf it's an x
2: <laughs> right right basically if you ain't a motherfucker you we do gonna put x
1: right uh men and women have both been given their identity um but, but we we're, were deprived of this, right? We are happy that there is a growing realization that we should be given our identity. Ria said by phone, we also want to see how the outside world is, but we have been facing many problems with regard to complications in our travel documents. But thank God this issue has now been resolved. Good there's no official data on the population of transgender people in Pakistan uh, but Trans Action Pakistan estimates the number is at least half a million in the country of 190 million trans people technically enjoy better rights in Pakistan than in many other nations across the world but in practice they are marginalized and face discrimination when it comes to health education and jobs they often face violence and stigma the country's supreme court has in recent years taken steps towards recognizing their basic rights in 2009 the court rules that hijras, uh, which include transvestites, transsexuals, in Enoch's, have uh, get could get national identity called a third as a, cards as a third sex. Since then, it has also declared equal rights for transgender people, including the right to inherit property and assets, the right to vote, and be counted as a separate category in the country's national censuses. They're ahead of us. Uh, yet many hijras in pakistan as well as other south asian nations such as india and bangladesh are attacked murdered raped or forced to work as sex workers to support themselves others eke out a living by begging for alms on the streets last year there was a spate of attacks on transgender people in the northwest province, khyber pak uh Paktuan, pak uh where Peshawar is the capital, capital city. After one attack an activist died in the hospital after being shot multiple times by a friend. Her friends Ooh. accused the hospital of delays in her treatment with staff unsure whether to admit her as male or female. Oh yeah, I remember that. The main challenge for us is to change society's behavior Riaz said. We have largely been confined to the four walls of our houses because we are harassed, terrorized, and ridiculed by the people. Yeah that's the other part even if you get the laws changed, you still gotta deal with them fucking people
0: yep
1: um all right let's move on to some other news really wish i had better news in this segment i'm just looking at this shit like yeah. <laughs> all right i guess we'll come back uh another day and be really bummed out you know for people um on a, on a positive note i know um Uh, i saw marissa uh you guys know marissa safety pin box Mm -hmm. uh i saw her promoting uh there was like a charity for organization uh marshall p johnson institute and uh, i know i gave so um i'll try to put a link in the chat maybe people can do if you feel the way i feel maybe we can give or something man i don't know what we can do but maybe we can do some things um uh in the meantime cuz uh people need help man and they
0: do.
1: uh just sitting around and uh you know laughing about the shit or acting like it's you know okay to kill people and shit i just you know i don't know that just that felt like it crossed such a a, a line that i would think would be a unifying line everybody would be able to agree on but come
2: on apparently seeing the nice. comments out there
1: it's people do not agree people don't even agree people don't even agree that killing somebody is fucked up
2: come on
1: (laughs) i just don't killing it wasn't even like he said not that it would be okay anyway but killing killing a person and there was that like i said i could not imagine for a parallel this is how my mind works but for a parallel imagine tuning in to some white podcast with a bunch of white people on there and they had a comedian on and they was like what do you think about i don't know this uh this ban on black people from such and such some some shit right and then he was like well you know um you know uh what do i think about it don't ask me that okay y'all know i'm gonna get in trouble you know i'm gonna get in trouble and then all of a sudden the next thing you know that are keekin they're making jokes about the idea of like well look if trayvon martin i'm look if trayvon martin came and me and I got a gun, I'm killing him, okay, I don't, and everybody just goes, ha, 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 isn't that so fucking funny, if Trayvon Martin, if I see his nigga in the back alley coming at me, I'm killing him, yeah, I kill that nigga. uh, well, it's not, we don't say nigger, it's, it's, it's just black people or African-American, what, that, he a nigger to me, okay, that's what I say, nigger, and he, like, I can't even imagine any black person being cool with that shit not one Uh, any of the people that defended this i can't be like under the auspices of comedy i would give this shit a chance like let's see how they work it out maybe it'll be good
2: you wouldn't give a fuck you'd be protesting in the streets
1: it would be boycott time it would be fuck them time at least on site on site they catching hands time motherfuckers would be literally interrupting wherever they were fucking at time that's how that would go down you know what i mean that dude from um andy and oak whichever one of them niggas was racist Mm -hmm. motherfucker had a racist tirade on twitter and was done on these streets couldn't go to work dog because niggas did care and it wasn't just that niggas cared to be honest enough white people cared right that they had to be like we gotta do something because you know they didn't want to
2: right it was just the niggas we could let it go but you know right because i'm upset sure the other demographics. i'm sure
1: he doesn't say it worse shit on their actual show because yes, mostly has, white people listen right but but the point being there was a line enough for everybody this ain't a line enough for everybody i don't know what the fucking line would be mm mm literally they would have to invite somebody trans on and like hit them be beat them up in front of the cameras and we'd all go okay now that was too far mm-hmm. I don't think they were joking when they beat that person up somebody would defend it because somebody always oh, defended some fuck shit right. it's just weird that there's no decency in people Mm-mm. this is weird This anyway I don't know what's gonna happen but yeah like I said I'll put the link in the show notes for people Um, uh, maybe that'll make help somehow I don't know I don't know. It is, I'm at a loss. Uh, a firm ran uh, a Ponzi scheme by claiming that they had Jay-Z connections. What? A Long Island firm lied about having ties to Jay-Z's entertainment company, Rock Nation, to bilk investors out of $70 million in a Bernie madoff style scheme, Woo! according to court papers and alleged victims.
2: That's a lot of money.
1: You know what's uh, better than $70 million? What? Credit come on come on among the investors in the credit card company were ben brathman the high profile criminal defense lawyer repressing uh representing farmer bro martin screlly nigga you the defense for a nigga that's accused of some laundering shit and you laundering Takes one and no one birds of a feather if you live with snakes you're gonna get bitten every other thing my black grandma ever said to me is true it's all true oh.
2: You hang around trash long enough, you'll start to look like it. You mm-hmm. hang around trash long enough, you'll start to smell like it. All oh, them little sayings.
1: Oh, my God. Well, I guess we find out who his love friends were.
2: Come on.
1: And also, Charles Alpert. And we
2: found out who Boo Boo the Fool was, too, apparently.
1: And Charles Alpert, heir to the Alpert family's textile and real estate fortune, Carter's International, which is based in Cedarhurst in uh, Nassau County, is being probed by federal prosecutors. In central islip uh, i don't know if i pronounced that right uh islip anyway over the uh alleged fraud according to the documents and sources carter said it had been hired by rock for bill processing and email sent to investors but a jay-z exec bryant briggs told the post it wasn't true investors devore weinstein and weinstein uh, said co-founder aaron fishman lured her into investing three hundred thousand dollars in cardis by claiming made out style that he didn't need her money but would make a generous exception for her to invest cardis was more than three million dollars in debt at the time her brooklyn federal lawsuit claims yo well, i it's funny because they always do this shit to athletes and be like these stupid niggers get this money they don't know what to do he was just tricking white people like
2: (laughs) oh they're going to jail you can't trick white folks
1: right carter's lawyer andrew goodman said he is not aware of any requests from the federal government Fishman didn't return requests for comment Mm -mm -mm. i guess it's gonna be a hard knock life for them guys come on okay (laughs) oh man that is that is horrible
2: yes
1: that is uh so apparently in other hip-hop related news or black music news i guess uh beyonce is in final negotiations to star in the lion king and produce a soundtrack the lion king is getting a live action remake and rumors are swelling that beyonce is set to star as nala uh she is also reportedly going to be singing uh signing on to manage the soundtrack for the movie which will include african-inspired music performed by the star and others all of which is reportedly included in a whopping 25 million dollar deal jesus Woo! 25 million dollars that's that's robert downey jr money
2: my presence is a presence regardless if she can act or not my presence is a presence you probably gonna make more fucking money off the you're gonna pay make just as so much money off the soundtrack as you would the movie
1: she getting points on that on the back end what is going on she
2: probably is you know she's a professional jesus
1: christ dog
2: she was like oh so yeah i know i was pregnant i just had my twins but you know what i always be doing motherfucking grinding
1: it hasn't officially been confirmed yet so we'll see
2: yeah, she always grinding. Huh? Shit, she probably five years. She probably got her. When well, people talking about what's your five t- five year plan tenure, she probably got all her shit mapped out for the next twenty years.
1: Twenty five million, nigga. Twenty five million. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. Watch this shit be exclusive to title or some shit. You never know yep, her.
2: That's why I got it.
1: You never know. She fuck around. And be like, by the way, if you want to hear the soundtrack, it's gonna be on title for a month.
2: Oh you know what? It it'll be it'll be some shit where you go see it live. And the only way you can get it, you got to be in the audience and they'll send it directly to the phone. Like, like if you're outside of that little area, you probably won't even be able to receive it. You can get it, like, right now.
1: Mm-hmm. She gonna be having, like, Kendrick on, the Circle of Life and shit.
2: You you know that album gonna be flames. I don't know if I'm gonna see it or not. I don't fucking care, but I want that goddamn soundtrack.
1: Shit gonna
2: <laughs> Missy Elliott gonna right. be on it. That shit's gonna be bananas.
1: Yep. Shit in the jungle, the mighty Come jungle, wrong. the lion sleeps tonight. Yeah. Oh, is that Drake? <laughs> yes! Is that, is that Drake on the line? What? What's okay. happening?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, going to be remiss with, what the, what the, what the, what the? In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight, 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 <laughs> I, I am here for this.
1: Sounds song's going to be started with... <laughs> It's going to be starting with, heal your Metro do trust you, yes! oh, what is this? What is happening? Is this is a circle of life? What is happening? Circle of life got future on it? Fucking, I can't believe this shit. I can't believe this shit right now.
2: I know. They're going to be like, what the fuck is happening?
1: Right. Uh, it's mustard on the beat, ho. Oh, yes! damn. It's mustard, mustard on the, on the beat. beat. On this shit, Timon and Puma got mustard on the beat with do. Yeah. How? Yes. how um all right so lesser known hip-hop news there's a rapper named zero oh shit i don't i don't know is I'm, it
2: negatives what's happening here
1: it's z-ro okay <laughs> i feel kind of old z-ro um and uh I've, i don't think i've ever heard his songs i can tell you you know me i'm old no well apparently he's accused of beating up um a woman named Jess Brittany, and i guess Jess Brittany is one of the people trying to get on a vh1 reality show or something i i also do not know her okay mm-hmm. uh this is like how white people cover black folks news i guess because <laughs> i don't know these niggas i'm sorry y'all mm-hmm. i wish i was on the up and up i don't know about who these people are i do not know who they are and i'm sorry for that uh a record label cash money records for just britney i, I don't know um any anyway um he's accused of that's his that was she was his girlfriend he's accused of beating her for more than an hour what Mm-hmm. and then she called nine one one. uh she didn't press charges until like like this apparently happened in april she didn't press charges till july um and his whole thing was, she lying. She's just trying to get on VH1. Um, she She's claiming she has a 21-minute cell phone footage to corroborate her claims. Zero claims Just Britney is lying about the incident and using it as a PR stunt for the VH1 reality show she stars in. He also cites photos of Just Britney hanging out with friends just hours after the alleged assault would have taken place. Now TMZ has apparently obtained a, this is, this is by far the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life, he recorded a track with uh, sources close to zero saying, uh, close to just Britney saying it's a confession of his do- doings. The track is titled Sorry. Uh, I think I actually have some of it. Let me see. TMZ. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry, baby. I just can't be your hoe. I can't believe I put my hands on you. Hands on I ain't you. wanna do it. I was tryna blow 20 grand on you. Grand the fuck is you. a man gon' do with all this ungratefulness Damn. and hatefulness Damn. that I get from the people I deal with Damn. and the woman I Damn. chill with? Woman, this Damn. is some ill shit. I was just that close to walking in and shooting everybody too. I mean i don't want to say he definitely did it but like it sounds like he definitely did it i don't you know like i don't want to say like you know what i mean like i don't want to it's not a court of law you know like allegedly and all that other stuff that people normally say but never what am i supposed to do with this I uh I don't know what you I mean that sounded very uh you know it reminds me of that Key and Peele rap confessions uh skit that they did uh hold on I think I can find it. Let me see if I can find this shit. But they had a skit about rappers and how they be in the studio just confessing shit. But <laughs> they be saying it on the song, kind of like the Bobby Smarter thing. <laughs> like, like it's kind of like that where it's like, mm. dog, you, you said you did it. I don't, what are the cops even supposed to do in that situation? It's pretty much an open and shut case. What are they supposed to? Well, we, we, we'll never have the evidence. I mean, it's just hit play just go into the fucking courtroom and hit play
0: can we see,
1: can yeah, see it? A- oh is it not showing up oh, motherfucker hold on guys give me a second i'm bringing back up um uh, it does it sometimes when it's hating on me publishing took too long okay cool crowdcast i feel you sometimes it do take too long for the publishing to get um, published to get published oh, my bad um, I hate the mic. But yeah, this is living your raps right here yeah, I, I, I in got the worst possible it. way, and you should probably have to go to jail for this. I mean, we'll see. I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying it's an open and shut case. Mm. Uh, I mean, if I, I'll put it like this: if I was the prosecution, I would definitely play this song very loud on my car speakers on my way into court
2: every day. Like I might
1: can play it in the courtroom during the trial, I mean, that might be uh, illegal or frowned upon, but maybe I could, you know, find a way that I could, uh, is it showing up yet? It is now. Okay, cool. Maybe I could find a way where, you know, I could find another way to do it.
0: First things first, I do not care that you're a multi-platinum-selling rapper, Gun Rack. What I care about is that I 100% know that you murdered Darnell Simmons. So, you better start talking. Yeah, but you ain't got none. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I, you, uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm very glad that you said that. Uh, because I, respectfully,
1: I beg to differ. <laughs>
0: I killed Darnell, yeah, I shot him with my knife I shot him nine times, 9 p.m. on the dime And by the way, it was November night Oh, no! That don't mean nothing I got a vivid imagination I couldn't have shot Darnell I was at my cousin's birthday party Red Lobster, November 9. At red, red Lobster? mm mm-hmm. Jeez, I gotta tell you, Gunrack, Rack, I, I find that really hard to believe. I
1: got an alibi, Red Lobster, when in reality I shot Darnell like a monster. It's a lie, anyone could tell this if you know
0: about my allergy to all shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> Just confess, Gunrack. I that shellfish is the only thing that rhymes with tell this. It's just words that they're dead. Nouns, adjectives, they just happen to be in a dope order. But we ain't got no pearl. Shot up, now with a long-ass gun and tossed it into the aquarium.
1: I have no idea what that object is. I, <laughs> so, anyway, it goes on. But that's what the fuck this sound like. How the fuck do you even say, hey, man, she just trying to get on TV? Nigga, you rhymed your apology about putting your hands on her in, in your song. Like, is, did she fake the song? Is that. Is, niggas, go to, directly to jail. Ah,
2: oh, do not pass go. Don't get $200.
1: Good grief um but yeah uh let's see what else is happening um hackers have hit hbo they post game of thrones content and other shows online i hate when this happens because people watch ahead and then especially for our show they start writing in and shit trying to act like it's a con oh i i i i, I think uh the the dragons are gonna actually turn into zombies or whatever it's like Oh, uh, because you saw episode six and then it'd be exactly what the fuck they said and they feel like they were so clever, but mm-hmm. they just watched ahead. I don't know what we're going to do. We may have to, we may have to do something where we change the way we do feedback on the show because mm-hmm. we had to do this last time this happened and I, unfortunately for me, end up being spoiled and shit. We had to basically tell people to not, um, Right in with uh predictions with the, with for the, the future the
2: book readers that was the problem with the book readers well
1: not just the book readers it, book it got hacked last time remember because <laughs> right, we were ahead right. of the book last season right but it got hacked and people had the whole episodes and that fucking sucks man like uh so yeah i'm gonna have to tell people you know not to do that shit um mm-hmm. so uh but yeah man hackers man i don't i mean i guess they probably tried to whole different ransom or something The hbo was like man fuck you put it out
2: yeah because people gonna watch it anyway right Cause i i you know what i want to i pay too much for my tv and too much for the cable not to watch it on my damn tv i'm not watching it on my laptop on my phone no right yeah, thank you i'm not downloading the virus i'm good
1: right i won't be getting this shit i still. won't
2: be and don't tell us nothing if you've seen it
1: the fda is trying to uh you know there's gonna be people on Twitter by the way, who go around watching people live tweet and be like, well, you know, so-and-so is going to die anyway or some shit because they hacked it. Like, just just trash it. But whatever. It don't. I, literally, at this point, even if I knew the ending, it wouldn't bother me because I, I love the show so much I I, I still want to watch it. Me too. Even if people told me what happened, I'd be like, cool, I st-. did you tell me what happened in CGI with huge dragons? No? Well, then guess what? The show's still worth watching. Come on. The FDA is trying to cut nicotine and cigarettes to non-addictive levels they're gonna put cigarettes out of business if this is real um also i can't imagine the trump administration administration letting this happen but at the same time it's so weird because imagine this will be one of the most cost-effective taxpayer money-saving things we could ever do and save a lot of people money in the healthcare system if we got reduced smoking so that people didn't have to deal with the illnesses that come associated with smoking and a lot of
2: people actually want to quit but it's fucking addictive
1: right i mean the only way to quit is you have to i mean not only way but i mean one of the ways to quit is to give you straight shots of nicotine to your skin like like we know that it's extremely addictive the fda plans to begin a public dialogue about lord (laughs) but plans to begin to talk about one day possibly maybe if everything goes right Lowering nicotine levels in combustible cigarettes to non-addictive levels through achievable product standards, the agency intends to issue an advance notice of proposed rulemaking. To that just tells you how big the lobby is for cigarettes uh, to seek input on the potential public health benefits and any possible adverse a- effects to lowering nicotine in cigarettes.
2: Nope, but I'm telling you right now, in North Carolina, that's the number one cash crop. A lot of them they are founded here acres and acres and acres of land them niggas protesting
1: yeah honestly if not for um if not for tobacco North Carolina probably doesn't join the South in the Civil War come on that's how big of a deal it is here people still drive down here and visit and drive back with cartons of cigarettes cause they Cause it's so much more expensive up north.
2: Come on. Like, and particularly out of everybody, the state of North Carolina has the cheapest, uh, percentage, like per carton and per, uh, pack, like cigarettes up there, a pack of like, you know, the big old, I don't know nothing about cigarettes y'all. So I'm going to be very ignorant. You know, the cart where they have like multiple packs in like a cart, you know, my cousins and them, they would say you pay like 50, $60, you can get that same size for like 10 or 15 dollars you know up there a pack maybe 10 dollars you know down here a pack 250 275 with tax that's a big difference you know and the government actually cracks down on people purchasing them in big bucks and driving up north with them to sell, to sell them for up price
1: yep um that's a hustle uh democrats will not withhold financial support for candidates who oppose abortion rights the chairman of the party's campaign arm in the house said in an interview with the hill Okay, this pisses me off because I, I, I don't take, I do not take any pride in this, but I fucking hate being right about humans sometimes because I told everybody Trump is successfully pushing the country to the right. All the people that claimed he would make this a meet this huge pushback and the left would galvanize and we would get the most progressive slate of candidates we'd ever had you were wrong you don't know people people ain't shit so what you got is a bunch of Democrats going well what's it going to take to win and they're not going we need grassroots campaigns we need to get to the people we need to support we need to go back to our hardcore values and, and and never compromise no you're not you're getting a bunch of people going uh, let's compromise what can we get rid of women black shit uh uh gay shit well what do we got to do guys that's it they're still they're courting the trump voter that's the only way out of this to them this nigga's in charge of some shit the campaign on that's who get money to to do shit um uh, but yeah representative uh ben ray Ludge, uh said that there will be no litmus test for candidates as democrats seek to find a winning roster to regain the house majority in 2018 there is not a litmus test for democratic candidates uh uh, said the chairman uh as we look at candidates across the country you need to make sure you have candidates that fit the district that can win in those districts across america and taking the position Ludge and the Democrats risk alienating liberals as well as people dedicated to promoting access to abortion and reproductive health services that represent the core of the party's base right because in this choice you are telling us what's important to you like you're not saying when you say well we just gotta do what it takes to win you don't mean it at all costs. like if if there was some other like if it was some issue that affected mostly white straight male people or something y'all wouldn't give that one up But if it's something that, oh, it's just women, where they gonna go? You know what I mean? If that's, if that's what you have to offer, then you don't have shit. Throwing weight behind anti-choice candidates is bad politics that will lead to worse policy, said Mitchell Strill, who oversees campaigns in NARAL, Pro-Choice America. The idea that jettisoning this issue wins elections for Democrats is folly contradicted by all available data. Because white people are so fucking intoxicated. Uh, by whiteness and white supremacy. And I'm not saying the dude who said this is white, I don't even fucking know his race. Right. But you can still be a fucking agent of white supremacy and not be, uh, white. Right, correct. But, but the thing is, the mind, the mentality is the same. The valuable votes are white votes. What makes white people uncomfortable? What makes men uncomfortable? White male votes are the valuable votes. Straight white men votes are the valuable votes to a lot of people, to a lot of politicians. And they betray this shit every time they start talking so they cast aside the motherfuckers that they don't care about and some people are better at it than others some people do the same thing but talk a better game this right. nigga is terrible at it he just came out and was like listen uh whatever's going on with them vaginas uh not inconsequential we just need to try to win but you won't win that way Mm-mm. democrats who do this just look weak because you can't out bigot the biggest dog you always end up looking stupid
2: you can't outbiggin' them.
1: You're not willing to be as far right as them, and if you did, you'd be a fucking Republican, stupid. Come on. Like, like, you keep thinking that these people are voting because they're just like, well, I just have this one hang up. No, that's what they say in public. That's what they say on these fucking polls. That's what they say to your face. What they really think inside is, fuck these niggers, fuck these bitches, fuck these spicks, fuck right. these chinks, fuck these Muslims, fuck, they, that's all they thinking. They just don't say it because it's not comfortable to say out loud in public to people they are bigots and you're sitting up here talking trying to capitulate to them you can't they're not telling you the truth when they say this is their one hang up i'm just religious and i just don't think jesus would want people to kill the little babies that's what they say to you if you go well you know what that's the only part you disagree on i'll tell you what i'll compromise i will not be stand for abortion and i will not stand for it anymore okay i'm no longer pro-choice okay all right well thank you buddy and then they go right in that fucking booth and be like yeah but the other dude's not pro-choice and he hates niggas and he hates everybody else and he's xenophobic and he's transphobic and homophobic and you know what i'm gonna just have to pull that trigger fam because i actually believe that shit too all this bigotry shit is connected nobody just believes one thing right ain't no one type of bigot nigga they are all, all of them Come like on, all home. that shit ain't nobody that's like well i don't fuck with the mexicans but after that no they think fuck shit about everybody you fucking liver lilied, yellow back spineless motherfuckers dog just selling people out and when you lose now you don't lost your fucking integrity too or the appearance of integrity because you didn't have any if you considered this right. but you've lost certain, you've lost the appearance of having any fucking level of integrity with this shit as well idiots fuck Ugh. anyway um He's serving the second term as the DCCC's chairman. Uh, he has cast a wide net for candidates, a map of his office, a all highlights, districts held by dozens of Republicans. And he hopes to oust in 2018 midterm elections to pick up 24 seats and to get 218. That is the job. We'll need a broad coalition to get that done. We're all going to need it. We're going to need all of that. We have to be a big family in order to win the House back it always includes letting the biggest back in but you have a fucking family you're not acknowledging a bunch of people that are marginalized don't have a, can't get the right to vote have their votes taken away have their shit gerrymandered have their shit uh their id questioned and they don't have access to getting id you have a army of people that are willing to fucking support your platforms and vote in the most whatever supportive ways you can think of and then you still running after these racist white folks that ain't coming back nope. you fucking idiot fucking idiots house minority leader nancy pelosi and senate minority leader charles schumer have both argued against parties the party litmus test saying there's room for people with different opinions on abortion senator bernie sanders another influential voice has echoed that argument right and then you know it's funny because i know super woke people hate all these niggas and that's cool but then y'all wonder why the fuck people still gonna listen to barack obama this why y'all wonder why because he coming back talking about fucking gerrymandering these motherfuckers talking about how do we get racist white people to care? And I'm supposed to think they a better avenue for my fucking future? For my niece's future and shit? Fuck of here. Gotta be crazy. Uh, Democrats are unlikely to win the 24 seats. They need to recapture control within the, without contesting more conservative districts. The last time Democrats won control in 26, 2006 midterm elections, the party recruited and supported financially a significant number of democrats who did not entirely support abortion rights including former reps brad ellsworth bear hill Heath shuler new, York, new north carolina and jason altmyer pennsylvania uh both Rahm Manuel and well he was then the dccc chairman and democratic national committee chairman howard dean with his 50 state strategy understood that in order to win districts that had eluded democrats in previous cycles they were going to have to fill candidates who didn't look like national democrats uh people understood the class of 06 was driven largely by centrist candidates yeah you know the other part with this um when clinton won uh i remember people being like oh bill clinton dog like uh that democrats got that win but bill bill clinton campaign as a centrist on a lot of shit." Um, and and, a, and a ultimately to the right on crime so like even he was like you know and that's a person that many people you know looked up to and touted and, and ultimately I mean to a certain extent a lot of black people were hard on crime because our neighbors were hit, being hit by crack and uh, you know it's, it's a lot of revisionist history has occurred here but nobody really thought they were putting their loved ones in prison forever nope but that's that's just not how prison and how uh capitalism work if you put a black person in prison that's a money revenue stream for a lot of people and the goal is to never have them get out and to never have them be productive in society again um but but anyway the point being to all this shit is this capitulation shit doesn't work ultimately people were harmed by bill clinton's capitulation you know like it's it that's that's what's going to happen again you know these if these candidates win they will win on some republican values and all republican values are trash all right i see we're up against a break i, I know we're getting close what, what are we at a
2: minute less than a minute
1: all right cool cool all right i'll switch over to the next session guys we'll be right back um give me one second shouldn't take well a, a little bit and we'll be right back okay Um, all right.
2: Ninny,
0: what's the meaning of this? A book? Oh, listen, I just don't know what you mean, Miss Massa. Ninny, so help me. If this is anything more than a cookbook, there will be consequences. The footless
1: kind. (sighs) Oh, bitch, let the bitch read. (laughs) Ha, (laughs) ha, 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 ha all right i uh i should be back on screen yeah got to invite karen back um and then we can get back to to this angry ass show i'm sorry guys it's a very ah! depressing everybody got a hundred show this is a horrible episode of the show i'm sorry it's been very serious and has not been a, that funny but uh i'd rather be talking about this shit than not talking about it to be Ain't honest that the truth uh anyway um yeah and their litmus test apparently abortion rights is one of those things you don't have to worry about like i said it's gonna be a bunch of shit that black people brown people lgbtq people and women care about that's gonna be all the identity politics that they want to let go and you know what you're gonna fucking lose remember this where you heard it here first you are going to fucking lose and i don't want to hear shit and when niggas don't show up or when motherfuckers don't support it or whatever don't say shit You're going to lose. You know, like, for essentially, Hillary Clinton had the most liberal fucking platform that's ever been run by a mainstream Democrat. And she lost because niggas ain't believe in her to a certain extent. And obviously, white people are racist. But she lost to a certain extent because niggas didn't believe in her. Like, it, it, it was, put it this way, niggas still came out and voted, but it was a hard vote for a lot of people. And that's on the most liberal campaign platform you ever had. Imagine if her platform was on some like, well, you know, abortion rights. Eh, take it or leave it. This Black Lives Matter thing, y'all keep saying. I don't know. Ah, maybe. Well, I, I guess they matter. If she was out here talking like that, nigga, she would have. It wouldn't even close. This, this, this is insanity. This is such a losing. I can't believe y'all don't know. Y'all are gonna lose. Fucking idiots. Um, speaking of which, one of the um women that is opposed to the health care bill susan collins republican senator from Maine, uh she's got death threats now i believe that because motherfuckers are dumb yep she said it won't affect her uh her uh the threats that she's getting uh from trump and all this shit because he's starting to cut off her the subsidies to certain congress members and shit like that she said it won't affect her vote she's still gonna vote now uh which is funny she got more huts but uh john mccain but john mccain got all the credit for that shit saw people showing that the show, replaying the, the clip of him saying he wasn't gonna vote for it and be breaking it down i was like but what about the two women that said they wouldn't vote for it and they're republicans and they said they wouldn't vote for the first one this one or any of them somehow they don't count
0: mm-hmm.
1: interesting and i'm sure they trash to their republicans and still even in trash <laughs> guess who gets uh, <laughs> uh guess who gets the lead for the trash people the penis the penis uh coke zero is gone welcome coke zero sugar the latest sign of yeah. sugar is the new tobacco coca-cola's relaunching coke zero is coke zero sugar in the u.s we this message about the coke's cal the zero calorie soda uh, Zero-calorie soda will also appear at the bottom of the bottle, reflecting a shift in the consumer's focus from cutting calories alone to reducing sugar intake. The company said the red label will make the drink seem more like regular cola. Uh, it's less switching between brands, which will ultimately help us keep and attract more consumers.
2: Don, you, you, y'all going to have some people hot, because, you know, a lot of times people, I know I've done this with ketchup. You just pick some shit up and walk out, and you realize it's some Coke with some sugar-free shit. You're going to be mad. They also <laughs> you gonna be highly upset make it a different goddamn color cause honey some folks gonna get home they're gonna turn it up thinking they're gonna get some coke and they're gonna get some unsweet mess and they're gonna be mad.
1: They also claim it as an even better tasting recipe for the relaunched diet soda and optimize a unique blend of flavors that gave Coke Zero its real Coca-Cola taste.
2: Mm-mm, I don't believe
1: you, because I'm telling you right now, you fuck around and
2: get some salt-free ketchup, bitch that shit nasty, salt make a world full of difference, no, I don't believe you
1: our best tasting zero sugar coca-cola yet seemingly an insult to diet coke uh which has been falling out of favor with consumers for many years yet a spokesperson told buzzfeed news that diet coke was never intended to taste like coke it's a different platform said the earlier comment referred referred instead uh to other zero sugar coca-colas because
2: just like it's a difference between a regular coke and that the coca-cola that they use real cane sugar that one's green so i mean you can literally tell they they taste completely different but like i say, if you're going to have something that is not your regular standard coke you need to actually make some form of an identify and if i guarantee you they're going to have some kind of a uh identifying wave or check mark or whatever but it's going to be so small that a lot of consumers aren't going to be able to tell the difference Mm. And um, you're gonna have a lot of people running back up to the stove. They gonna do you're gonna have a cookout, people gonna be crunk, they're gonna turn that shit up and you're gonna have your whole backyard mad. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a good point, Ken. Have
2: your margaritas and shakes or whatever else you stir Coke up with. Ain't coke in um uh long island ice tea. You gonna have people mad.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um no that's that's a good point You're
2: protesting and turning over burgers in your backyard it ain't it ain't gonna be pretty on the fourth of july don't do this coke
1: that's a good point karen's uh you guys know what it is karen's got a. Uh, mm-hmm. when karen says it it's, it's true
2: right when you see the first facebook po- post about somebody <laughs> somebody on fell out a day uncle mm-hmm. you heard it here first
1: uh all right guys let's move into some uh Lighter news. I think I'm gonna skip fucking with black people today. I oh yeah, everybody
2: got a hundred. Yeah, no, no, I'm good.
1: I feel fucked with talking about all this fucking pain and strife in the world and how people treat each other and mistreat each other and talk talk about each other and shit, man.
2: We, we gotta let you know, though.
1: It's stressful out here in these streets. So let's skip that today. go straight to uh white people news and and get some positivity going because uh we could all use some i think we can all agree on that Mm -hmm. um let me uh pull up my music though because you know can't uh can't do white people news without uh everybody's favorite the acoustic cover of white people uh black people music okay um where's the uh where's my share screen thing okay there it is there it is um, all right, let me know when it shows up, Karen. okay, and hopefully it will show up this time. No bullshitting <laughs>
0: did
1: it show up? No,
2: not yet. I don't okay. see anything. All right, Wait a minute, there you go. We see it now.
1: All right, here we go, guys. Oh, what is that the school
2: library. School. <laughs>
0: Shorty, it's your birthday You gotta party like it's your birthday so. Party like it's your birthday but we don't give a fuck, it's not your birthday You can find me in the club, bottle full of pull them up Look, I got the X to be in the dingin' rugs ah! I, I ain't in the love, so come give me a hug If you're in the dingin' When I pull up out front, you see the band's on the up When I roll 20 deep, it's 29 in the club. Homies heard I fuck with Dre, and now they want to show me love. When you sell like m M&M and and
1: the hoes, they want to
0: fuck. fuck. But homie, ain't nothing changed. Toes down, G's up. see exhibit in the cut, hey. Better roll that beat up. If you watch how I move, you'll mistake me for a player or film. Been hit with a few shells, but I don't walk with a limb. Find me in the club bottle full of bubble. Look, I got the exit to be into taking drugs. I'm into having sex, I ain't into making love, so come give me a hug at the end get getting rough. Find me in the club bottle full of love, Look, I got the exit to be into taking drugs. I'm into having sex, so I ain't into making love, so come give me a hug at the end of getting rough. Oh, so rough. My flow, my show, brought me the love that brought me all my fancy things. My crib, my cars, my fools, my jewels. Look, brother, I came up and I ain't shame And you should love it way more than you hate it. Oh, you mad? I thought you'd be happy yeah, I, I made, I made it. it. I'm that cat by the bar, toast into the good life. Moved out the hood, you tryna pull me back, right? Find me in the club, bottle full of love. Look, I got the X. If you're into drinking drugs, I'm into having sex, I ain't into making love. Come give me a hug, if you're into getting up. Find me in the club, bottle full of love. Look, I got the X. If you're into making drugs, I'm into having sex, I ain't into making love. Come give me a hug, if you're into getting up. So. So.
1: I'll take you to the candy shop <laughs> oh my god i had to get that one next <laughs> <Ukulele candy shop. laughs> uh,
2: and they look like as soon as they end they're gonna be like all right now flip your math pages to page 52 we're gonna show you some algebra class material in the today
1: right?" um Alright, so we have to do that child's man because white people still voted for this motherfucker. Yes, they did. Um, and, uh, first things first, grand opening, grand motherfucking closing, Trump removes the mooch. Only like five days after hiring this motherfucker, he wasn't even there long enough to get the first check.
2: No, he didn't work a full eight hours. I think they're gonna take out some breaks.
1: Like, can you even get direct deposit? Mm-hmm. if you weren't there for more than a week Mm-mm, they'd be like cash only right he removed Anthony Scaramucci from a position as communications director the White House announced ousting him just days after Mr. Scaramucci unloaded a crude verbal tirade against other senior members of the presidential senior staff you know what's wild too about it to me his wife this nigga missed the, the, the birth of his children mm-hmm. his wife filed for divorce and he got fired in a week Ah, it was all good just a week ago. I feel like after, he, I, I feel like after he lost his job, he called his wife. And was like Anthony Scaramucci, right. who had on. been communications director. Tell you to play that. I feel like after he fu- just ten days. Hey, bitch! What are you doing? Stop! Stop! That's enough. Okay, guys. All right. Now I think we're good. All right. I feel like after he got fired, he called his wife up. and Was like, bitch, you still mad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh Rance previs somewhere partying you know because ranch Freebus just got fired too and this dude was supposed to come in and help you know shake things up and they just got that kelly dude now
2: uh somebody uh um uh miss smart said that he didn't even get his parking uh pad right parking spot he didn't get his name tag they didn't give you you know how you got to wait a few days for them to type your name up on a little name plate he didn't get that he didn't get his name plate for his desk
1: dog more turnover than when i worked at mcdonald's i Come swear on. to god this is crazy like he he wasn't even there long enough to do anything to make me hate him other than just be himself
2: yeah they, he he wasn't even long. he you know what he didn't know enough for the 90-day probation right they didn't even take out insurance
1: Mm-mm. nope he can't invest in the 401k Mm-mm. they don't match it
2: Mm-mm. We like, don't get $2 back.
1: He's still a temporary employee and he done got fired. Come on. People that they banned with the transgender ban in the military still have jobs and his ass gone after he announced it. That's some delicious rich irony in this motherfucker not having no job. Mm-hmm. And he got fired technically on his day off because he don't start till August 15th. Oh, okay. shit. Right. Somebody on my Facebook was like, uh,. <laughs> you ain't got no job you ain't got shit to do i'm gonna get you high today (laughs) he can get you fucked up he need to get fucked up man this nigga is anyway how you get fired on your day off now i don't even know if it's appropriate to play this because i'm not actually excited about this and i don't think he had much um what do you call it of a role in the in the administration anyway but it's funny (laughs) Nigga made it 10 days. Chance the rapper made a whole ass album in 10 days. Right? The title subscription is longer than 10 days. <laughs> also, Crunchyroll, Netflix, a bunch of shit. 10 days means he got one check.
2: One check and it was
1: what, $8.50. One check. You still had to, your uniform come out of your first 10 days right. of the check. You gotta pay for the uniform too. 10 days, bruh. You lost your wife in 10 days. You missed your kids birthing them 10 days. You made a huge gaffe talking about somebody sucking their own dick in 10 days. What? Yes, yes. That's one of the main things that got him fired. He said like, rich Bannon is sucking his own dick in his office or some shit some crazy shit because because trump hires the lowest bar of uh fucking people all it takes is a hard-on for trump and you can get the job
2: right and i guarantee you somebody said don't hire on Trump." i was like fuck it
1: yep uh in a twitter message before 5:30 on monday morning just hours before the announcement about mr sarah uh, scaramucci mr trump insisted there was no white house chaos which if you know that line ass nigga that I mean it was definitely white house chaos coming on mm-hmm. you know i you know all the
2: interns everybody else seen that shit was like what the fuck is happening here
1: he boasted, he boasted about reporting directly to the president, not to chief of staff. But the decision to remove him came at Mr. Kelly's request, people said. Yo, you know what else is funny? He deleted all them tweets for nothing.
2: Nothing, dawg. You
1: lost all your tweets, all your integrity, everything for a nigga that fired you in 10 days. Come on. Like, Trump really think this shit the apprentice
2: he does he does and you know what he, ain't he a government employee don't they get paid once a month so yep. that means you gotta wait till the 15th or the 30th to get your check right you don't you get your $2.50 che- 50 cent check on the day you supposed to, was supposed to start work
1: it's trash anyway good riddance bye I don't feel bad Mm-mm. fuck nigga over here mm-mm-mm uh, Jim Baker said God's judgment will punish those who turn their backs on Trump. Judge away, my nigga. Because I'm going to be turning.
2: Jim Baker who? Jim Baker from... You know it's Jim Baker, Karen. The one from North Carolina? The Baker
1: with two Ks. They should have had three. Uh Jim Baker in it if any televangelist jim baker's viewers i have a second thoughts on president trump baker just sent a stern reminder that opposing opinions would not be tolerated especially when it comes to the almighty by the way this is why you should fucking tax the church i'm serious these motherfuckers that come out and make these political statements all these niggas need to be taxed all of them shut the fuck up when it comes to politics if you ain't got no motherfucking uh you don't pay no taxes shut the fuck up and stay out of it period for either party by the way i don't give a fuck stay out of it because you don't get taxed on purpose but you can go on tv and say some crazy shit like this and then be like listen i'm just saying what jesus said okay i don't know why y'all so mad at me but god came to me in a dream and said i don't fuck with niggas that don't fuck with trump and they gonna get judged for it in heaven yeah that pussy grabbing some of me. i was surprised too i said god for real the pussy grabbing. he said yep that's right the pussy grabber who is gonna lower my taxes uh during this tv show this wednesday baker warned that those opposed to trump's agenda are inviting judgment from god isn't god gonna judge everybody when they die though that according mean, to your rules so why would you be inviting judgment wouldn't everybody be inviting judgment no matter what they do no matter what you do. seems like it's a loaded uh supposition that is judgment equals bad so you are actually inviting a bad judgment is what you're trying to say and somehow for the entirety of your career god only judges people that vote democrat isn't that interesting but you're not a religious you're not a political organization no Mm, got it Mm -hmm. he said uh while pushing the book called the trump prophecies
2: What, what, what 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 do they say thou shall worship trump thou shall say trump has big hands thou shall not criticize trump to pay
1: how how you gonna pimple book called the the trump prophecies what what did god write that was a trump prophecy did, no no did he see this no nope. thousand years ago in book no. what the fuck is the trump prophecies dog
2: i just told you what it was
1: you're selling you're selling a book for donald Trump the prophecies hmm why are we still supporting this? I don't know. Like, if this is your God, why aren't you sitting around like, "Yeah, dog, I'm out." That I don't think God has anything to do with a book being sold to me called the Trump Prophecies. Come on, I just I feel like that that's where a lot of people should be drawn. A lot, I can't say I'm not in anybody's church or not religious at all, but. I, I feel like for a lot of people who claim to believe all this shit you should be thinking to yourself how did i fuck did i get here with well, this nigga's on tv like for 9.99 you could be in and know on the trump prophecies also if the prophecies are so motherfucking important why wouldn't you just tell me for free nigga it's the trump prophecies and god is trying to help me why you why why i gotta pay the 9.99 so i can find out right <laughs> boy 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 I, I tell you, these motherfuckers crazy boy, Um and I tell you what he said. Oh wait, he said first. Hold on, first he said new prophecies about what's going to happen next with Trump. Baker explained, "God is doing something. God is speaking. God is taking over." And I tell you what, you better be careful because I want to tell you, man. He does a lot of telling, don't he? That's how you know he's lying. That's his call. That's his tail. Like whatever he about to, uh, whatever he's about to bluff and poke, He's like i tell you what i'm going all in i tell you i tell you this much you don't want to have your money on the table when i go all in i tell you brothers i tell everybody i'm telling okay i tell you i tell you this much i am not bluffing i feel like that is his tale like that's how you know he's bullshitting tell you what god wrote this book co-authored by god he said this is what Trump going to do tomorrow. Uh, and I tell you, God was talking about Twitter and shit. Listen, the nigga going to be on Twitter every day. Every
2: gotta, fucking day. You
1: just got to ignore a lot of it. You'll go crazy, to be honest with you. Uh, the Trump prophecies, nigga going to be golfing this weekend. That's, <laughs> that one is a sure fire. I could have wrote the Trump prophecies. Come on. Maybe I need to get some rubes. You take
2: I'm, more vacation than any other president. Right. I could have wrote the Trump prophecy.
1: The Trump prophecies, he won't give a fuck.
2: About anything or anybody.
1: hmm He gonna get impeached. Trump prophecies. Uh, you better be careful, cause I wanna tell you, this is gonna, there's gonna be judgment coming as, as America turns its back in what God's trying to do, cause God is trying to save America, he said. Alright. Y'all believe that shit if y'all want. Uh, Trump's supposed to be signing some sanctions and shit, so they're and in them, uh, was like americans at work for the u.s embassy in russia get the fuck out and he fired basically 755 people on diplomatic missions in russia russia mm. which is nearly two-thirds of the americans in russia for the government mm. Mm. yeah and what's funny is this is all started by obama by mm-hmm. obama had them sanctions and shit Everybody was shitting on him. would what do you do? Say? He he told motherfuckers how dirty the shit was. They just didn't give a fuck. Uh, and I'm not even talking about Mitch McConnell now. I'm talking to American people. He said this shit's shady and these Russians got a lot of shit they doing. And we putting sanctions on their on ass. And people are still like, I don't know. It's probably a nothing burger. Well, guess what? Russia ain't cool with Trump. And this shit's so big, even Trump got to sign sanctions. Like, it's that big. Because you know he wouldn't. Because he want to prove that he is the king of America and does what the fuck he wants and even he gotta sign them fucking sanctions cause everybody in America looking at him with the stink eye like nigga you better not fucking not sign this shit and then and preemptively Putin is like y'all get the fuck out of my country then Uh, uh what, was this? What, what the fuck was this article Uh politically ambitious pups and kids put your resumes aside the job of first pe- oh these niggas gonna be the first white house to not have a pet y'all now look, I don't care about this shit because it's obviously a fluff story and who gives a fuck if a nigga got a dog in their white house. Here's what I will say. Animals can sense the evil. Ah! Anybody that's seen Terminator or any of them Halloween scary movies, animals be knowing and that's why the fuck they don't want to put an animal in the house with Trump. Cause that shit ain't gonna be doing nothing but growling all day like, uh, this motherfucker. They pan his ass up. Right, er, 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 Running away and shit when he get mad. That's, that's all the animal would do with Trump. Um, some, Chris Christie, I don't give a fuck. I don't remember what that was about. Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon, who is mad at, who got skeet, who got that, the mooch fired for saying that he just sits around sucking his own dick apparently uh, reportedly attacked Ryan Paul is a limp dick motherfucker
2: okay oh okay
1: these are the most unpresidential motherfuckers
2: that's all he has in his office people fail to realize his cabinet and the people around him are the least qualified people in fucking American history that means something y'all they're not professional they're not educated and they give zero fucks so, this is what you get.
1: Also, former Sheriff Joe Aparo uh, committed a crime by defying a court order to stop detaining suspected undocumented immigrants. A judge ruled on Monday in the latest rebuke for once popular politician who was voted out of office last year. Uh, he's been convicted of criminal contempt. I don't know if he'll go to court or not. He's 85 years old. I don't know if he'll go to jail or not, but I hope so. Me too. Fuck him. And honestly, dog, real talk. Um, when it comes to his ass, same thing. Hope you go straight to fucking jail, dawg. And he's one of those, he's one of the problems with America, too, because he's one of those, one of those motherfuckers that takes credit, takes pride in being, uh, completely, um, brutal with his with like and abusive to to inmates right he's the he's the guy that's like you i'm gonna make i'm gonna try to make him wear pink and shit which i don't have a problem with to be honest but he did it specifically to be like i'm emasculating these motherfuckers like like i'm mentally winning this war with them i ain't he
2: the one that said i offer uh put up the hill of the wall
1: right yeah uh, that's I, the okay dude. that's the same I he trashed so. dog he trashed all right let's get into the uh the white people news that people people enjoy, okay. And, and I promise tomorrow, guys, we're gonna relax. Tomorrow we're gonna do wine and white people.
2: Yes.
1: And it's gonna be great, and we're just gonna enjoy it, and we're gonna take a day off, and we're gonna just have fun talking about white people, okay? We'll do a little bit of white people news today, and then we'll do some guest race, and We'll get out of here. Um dodging a Marilyn monroe moment sarah jessica parker narrowly prevents her dress from flying up while getting off a helicopter
2: where the bitches bro
1: I'm, I'm 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 trying to get them up they just moving slow you know how it is Karen. when you're dealing with this uh atari 2600 i got over here right now. <laughs> i am like, why this shit been moving slow lately all right here we go uh should be up in a second but uh yeah man fuck joe uh all right yeah um sarah jessica parker skillfully dodged a wardrobe malfunction on sunday the actress's dress almost flew up in the air she stepped off a helicopter in new york city the sex in the city alum managed to snatch her skirt before it exposed too much skin uh the 52 year old stepped onto the nyc heliport and the wind blew her gray frock up but her light but her lightning fast reaction prevented photographers from getting a glimpse of her underwear Damn, so close, y'all. I know. How else will we the underwear of this actress that has probably been naked on TV before many times or at least in her underwear on Sex in the City? I know. But hey, we don't see them fifty two year old games, dog, it's it's a bad know? day. Yeah, the fifty two year old yeah, that's what I just said. Uh the celeb was sporting a gray mini dress, uh, beneath a dark cardigan. She completed the layback look for a pair of matching sandals on her feet.
2: Mm-hmm, this is why people grandma be like, hmm, this is why you need to wear slip for the wind
1: the beauty was all smiles after narrowly avoiding the fashion faux pas waving at cameras and placing her hand on her head in relief the ohio native donned oversized sunglasses on her famous face and her long locks were pulled back into a bun she was hopping off the helicopter like hey louie i'll see
2: you we see it i'm see the picture
1: and y'all ain't never gonna see this picture now okay it took too long to publish Ah! all right let me see i'll bring it up guys sorry i know sometimes it takes twice these days uh let me know when it shows up i will the um but yeah uh the divorce there you go. the divorce actress was carrying a silver pattern bag as she returned from a weekend in the hamptons i like
2: that dress
1: right she be taking helicopters the hocus pocus stars no stranger to wardrobe malfunctions last year the blonde revealed to andy cohen on watch what happens live that she had ripped the green velvet alberta ferrari dress she was wearing for her appearance i ripped it i ripped it there and there she said pointing at two tears in the seams but instead of acting embarrassed she owned the mistake and embraced the new aesthetic i actually kind of dig this it does something to the dress uh she told the bravo host that being said she did clarify that the rip in no way reflects on the house of Ferretti. um nigga if it ripped it do reflect on them niggas because they made it but you know they don't want you they don't want to hear the truth queen Mm
0: -mm. uh
1: outback steak outback steakhouse responds to a satanic satanic cult conspiracy
2: what what's happening here
1: outback state is, is happening here apparently
2: oh that's a weird place to me i think we've because only the been devil's in. in it karen no i think we only been there like once or twice
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it was all right
1: mm. well you know it's a day out it's a night out for families and stuff on a budget it's not you know, it's 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 for people that you know. It's not necessarily fine dining, but right. it's but it's still better than what you would have got. And honestly, I I thought the shit was delicious, to be honest. uh And they fucked up my steak, and the steak I got was still good. I mean, steak. Now, I, I like that
2: blooming. Don't they do the blooming on your people?
1: They are the blooming onion people and I hated the blooming onion. That was the only thing I hated there. It was ah, okay. it's, it's like onion fritters. It's like, nigga, this is not a real, this not real food. I got this yeah. cause y'all niggas said to get it. Right. And it was fucking trash. There was so many other appetizers that I did want that I didn't get cause I fucked with that blooming onion. Never again. <laughs> yeah,
2: we might have to go back and try it again. And no blooming onions.
1: It wasn't bad to me, but you know, whatever, man. It's, it's a good little day out and it don't, it do not break the bank, you know? No, it
2: don't break the bank.
1: I mean, to be honest, as much as people pay for, like, Ruth Chris and some of these other steakhouses, like, shit, I'd rather go to Outback then, you know?
2: Yeah, for the money you're spending, sometimes, depending on what it is, you buy the food just about the same.
1: Another day, another bizarre conspiracy theory involving a seemingly innocuous restaurant and satanic occultism. A few internet sleuths got the better of Outback Steakhouse recently after they uncovered a pattern of stars, more specifically pentagrams in the locations of the restaurant chain across cities nationwide. The conspiracy appears to have originated from a tweet. Uh, huh. uh, the tweet was by user at EatMyAesthetics, who on Thursday posted a series of screen grabs of the purported pentagram patterns of outback steakhouse locations in four areas indianapolis new york city mesa in arizona as well as areas outside of atlanta
2: that just mean they all still look alike what are we talking about here
1: what the fuck is outback steakhouse planning and in it you can see they took the location of the outbacks and drew lines <laughs> between them <laughs> to look like pentagrams <laughs>
2: <laughs> <It> got <laughs> Somebody got somebody got bored in geometry.
1: Oh shit. It got hundred
2: and seventeen thousand retweets. Oh, somebody it Illuminati.
1: Reach for com- <laughs> Reach for comment by International Visits Time spokesperson for blooming Brands inc which owns Outback Steakhouse pre- confirmed that the restaurant is not involved with any cult, satanic or otherwise. Once it was brought to our attention, we took a look at the map and saw something completely different. The spokesperson told IBC. you seen stores and locations? Well, no, I think they're saying the person lied. They, they said uh, these were, this is where Outback is, but they're not even located there is what I think uh, they're saying. Uh, and no, of course we're not involved in any cult following the initial tweet other sleuths located outback statehouse location pentagrams and other i guess uh locations or what else i don't
2: even think it's that many here in charlotte like it ain't enough to draw a star
1: no they took like these are some big ass maps
2: oh you know
1: like they just went to they found five outbacks and drew lines between them it seems
2: oh lord
1: (sighs) that's good though white people man they ain't have nothing to do Mm -mm. so they came up with that shit Uh, let's see what else. Let me go to some old white people news. We never got off the uh docket. Uber board member resigns after making sexist remark in a meeting about pervasive sexism.
2: Hmm, you don't say.
1: Nigga. Thank God the meeting wasn't about racism, right? Can we all agree? Uh uh the Uber board member who made a sexist remark during today's meeting about the prevalence of sexism within the company has resigned from his position. David Bonderman's resignation from the Uber board was first announced by New York T- the New York Times man uber has so many bad pr problems mm-hmm. and confirmed in a, in a statement by bonderman himself in which he said his comment was careless inappropriate and inexcusable bonderman was recorded making the remark in reply to fellow board member ariana huffington who was speaking about the need for more female representation at uber's board when there's one woman on the board it's much more likely that there will be a second woman on the board huffington said to which bonderman shot back what it shows is that it's much more likely to be talking to be more talking Cause women be talking damn. Women be talking. At a board member of not this was not on his comedy podcast. This is not mm-hmm. at the stand up lounge mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. It was He was doing the tour. During a motherfucking conference meeting about the very serious issue of sexism within your company.
2: And women were probably, I'm assuming at least one woman was or not. I don't know. Somebody mm-hmm. you know, somebody. There was a woman somewhere in the no crew. Uh,
1: he said the company came, he said the comment came across in a way that was the opposite of what I intended. The destructive effect it had, and I take full responsibility for it. Plus, the bitch must be on a period.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come here with the goddamn
1: dresses and shit. Vagina lips all flapping in my face.
2: I know.
1: What else, what else am I supposed to do? Right. Uh, Uber is currently considering the findings of the so-called Holder Report, an internal investigation in the claims of sexual harassment and toxic sexist attitude within the company. Barnerman noted the report in his statement saying that he had been working with the company for six months on the report and recognized the importance of implementing its requirements for the future of the company. His resignation will come into effect from tomorrow morning, and it comes as Uber continues to hemorrhage executives and major figures. Earlier in the day, CEO Travis Kalanick confirmed that he was also taking a leave of absence from the company.
2: Uber got that White House turnover,
1: right? Uh, size matters as stars like Khloe Kardashian and Alessandra Ambrosio step out carrying mini backpacks email rounds up the most stylish options for the summer oh, okay Mm-hmm. backpacks aren't just for students the carry-all is having a tutorial moment stars like courtney kardashian 38 and alessandra Ambrosio, 36 and Gigi hadid 26 have all been carrying any versions of the back to school basics instead of traditional handbags lately and i got pictures of them with with, with him with back
2: Backpacks. Yeah,
1: you know, make sure you carry more shit in it. Mm hmm. Courtney was spotted with uh, Louis Vuitton last week wearing a money leather pant by Hellacy and an off the shoulder top by The Line by k Those are cute. Yep. The reality star accessorized a sleek look with the new giovanni Wait, Giovanni Rossi shoes? I don't know about money. And the Palm Spring Mini Louis Vuitton backpack featuring the brand's signature monogram. I'm talking
2: about hundreds, possibly thousands of dollars for some shit to look bedazzled. By
1: the way, all these pictures on Instagram are just ads. Like, look at this. This is uh, Olivia Copo 25 taking a picture in her car with her, of course, bag propped very neatly in the backpack, in the back, in the passenger yep. seat. Looking right in the camera that's so wild man these celebrities dog, they be getting money yep
2: that's why they kind of fighting against that they was like look we ain't getting no money off of this
1: yeah you gotta put ad in it now if you say it um but yeah these motherfuckers wearing backpacks and nobody's ever done that before so these white women get all the credit y'all now it's in no no women have ever worn backpacks before today
2: apparently not so.
1: Thank goodness for these white women making it a style.
2: Saving the day.
1: Bringing it to people all summer. I'm sure, it, I mean, this article's old, so I'm sure y'all guys have seen it all motherfucking summer, right?
2: All summer.
1: Have y'all seen it all summer? Mm-hmm. Have all of y'all been walking around like, where are all these backpacks coming from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess you're just out not in the fashion forward crew, then, Karen.
2: I'm not.
1: Demi Moore apparently said, revealed to Jimmy Fallon during an appearance on The Tonight Show in June that she lost her two front teeth because she was so stressed out what hmm. the most insane thing i've ever seen fallon told her at she shared a toothless selfie with the audience i shared off my tooth, my front teeth i love to say it was skateboarding or something really kind of cool but i think it's something that's important to share because literally probably after heart disease one of the biggest killers in america which is stress stress sheared off my front teeth
2: of stress you dealing with your stress just strangled your teeth out your face your dress was like ah uh, teeth gotta go
1: i hope it's not a lie i hope she wasn't just something that meth.
2: don't make sense I, I i
1: i hadn't heard of that before uh, maybe it's a thing maybe it's a thing and she the first person that i just heard of it from maybe people shear off their teeth from stress karen you never know the strip teeth star has since had a teeth repaired but wanted to share a story i literally just like knocked it out it almost like fell out my warranty was up thank god for modern dentistry this is not the first time she's revealed her dental woes october 2010 she told ellen degeneres uh on that show that she knocked her own teeth out because she had been clenching her teeth too hard i wonder if this is just a demi problem
2: yeah that's not kind of weird or you know not trying to find you're not taking care you know cause if you don't properly take care and do or hygiene mm-hmm. I could see something like that happening I mean how goddamn hard were you cutting your teeth I mean I'm not trying to be funny. like mm-hmm. well, you just like gnawing on the fucking bone I don't understand
1: well I guess it's a it one for sure cause if she was black we'd just be like she on that crack damn shame what happened to Demi knocked the teeth out so she could suck dick for crack
2: because that don't, I don't
1: know. When you white, you can just be like, you know, guys, stress. I was stressed out, and my teeth just came out magically on their own, and there was none of the, no drugs were involved.
2: with yeah, no doctors that came
1: out and said this is the thing. Right. I no, mean, nobody.
2: I'm I just, mean, all these de- damn dentists and no dentists that ever came out and said nothing about this. I mean, their whole job is to study teeth.
1: It's important to, study my, to share my story, where you just pop your own teeth out because, you know, stress is just... Ooh, i was so stressed out. All this money and shit—it's just too much, too much. Uh, exasperated attendees give up. Attendees give up on Gwyneth's Goop Summit. Gwyneth Paltrow, Snowtep Shout out to uh, Leslie Mack inaugural health and wellness summit on saturday kicked off just as you'd expect well-groomed women wearing yoga pants and expensive handbags hooking themselves up to ivs and oxygen tubes in the parking lot experiences otherwise associated with the glamour of getting triaged as a disaster at a disaster site this is peltro's peculiar gift or grift and it was on full display at Ingoop health her day-long event meant to bring her website's most requested and shared wellness content to life by last week all 500 tickets ranging from 500 to a thousand to $1,500 had sold out what another event is planned in New York City in January Gwyneth what did you do with that money for that school for them boys oh wait I'm sorry I'm getting her confused with another doctor my bad Dr. Gwyneth, uh, Dr. Gwyneth Gwyneth Paltrow, my bad. I'm sorry.
2: Sorry, babe. Wrong doctor. It's, 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 it's another doctor.
1: I get confused these days. I I mean, all the doctors
2: look alike to me. My
1: bad. (laughs) My bad. My bad. I get my hotels and my snow tails a little mixed up. You
2: know, my bad.
1: When are you going to build that yoga center for those kids? Right. What about the yoga center? Attendees were told via email to arrive at 9 a.m. The summit wouldn't actually begin for another hour, which allowed enough time to shop inside a cavernous industrial space for goop-branded products such as water bottles, $35. $35. $35.
2: What is that water bottle made out of? Better not be made out of a goddamn goop. What do you do with the water bottle? You stick it up your up your coochie. What are we doing with this goddamn thirty-five-dollar water bottle?
1: Thirty-five dollars right. for a bottle of fucking water. That's dog. right.
2: She's Gwyneth the scammer.
1: Gwyneth the scammer. That is a great yes.
2: Shout out to Eve.
1: Gwyneth the scammer. What white nonsense is this? What white nonsense is this, Gwyneth? She
2: was like, I got a motherfucking hustle.
1: Oh my god. The queen of them all.
2: I ain't got to act no more if I don't feel like it. Marvel better be glad I showed my white ass up.
1: And people gonna have a nerd to be mad. Beyonce out here trying to make money offline. Lion King. Come on. This woman selling y'all alkaline water and eating it up. Just, mm. Hey, y'all, uh sticking
2: things up a coochie coochie and your bum hole and you good with that word
1: she told them to arrive at nine and then showed up an hour late to make sure they had an hour to buy $35 bottles of water $100 hoodies and g-branded flight pack consisting of four thin nesting canvas bags containing some magnesium packets a sleep mask earbuds and moisturizer for a grand total of $198 are we really
2: doing this dog
1: we are really doing this karen it's happening this is a thing what white nonsense is this this is a thing that is happening yeah and apparently it's okay
2: and doctors have came out and said she's selling y'all bullshit and they were like fuck it uh
1: i gotta pay for this 35 dollars water care okay what else was to do not not drink 35 dollar water that's crazy uh it was a physical manifestation of the day to come though for those willing to spend so much on so little paltrow was ha- will happily make take your money she introduced her first speaker dr habib sadiji uh on cosmic flow by explaining her own interest uh, in wellness or in her parallax healing modalities that's the thing they just come up with ways to say the shit different come on you're like oh so these band-aids are 47 dollars oh no 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 (laughs) of course to a lay person you would probably still say band-aids because that's what you do but no they are called healing cloths and the healing cloths are yes 47 dollars each yes thank you yes but these are different than the band-aids Yeah, well, first of all, we took them out of the box and sold them individually. So that's one way that they are different. Uh, Um, You
2: know what? They probably uh, do them things. Like when I found out with uh, medicine, I worked at this big plant where where they package uh, medicine, particularly like Advil and ibuprofen and things like that. And what they used to do was they, um, let's say it was Advil, they would actually – have the machines, the same bottles, and have an Advil sticker, and the machine would run. Then it would be ibuprofen. All they would do was take the tape, just stuck the Advil on it, and change it around, and and rub it, and uh, ha- it would have whatever the generic version is. I guarantee you that bottle of water, that's $35, is the same bottle of water you find at Walmart for seven ninety five. They probably just take something and smack Goop across it and run it across the thing. I guarantee you probably cost, what, $2.50 for that $35 bottle of water
1: yep um karen's not a bottle of water okay that is a cylinder of h2o Not and, a cylinder. yes we it is hydrogen dioxide and uh we use it to rejuvenate ourselves and that will be 37 dollars mm-hmm. uh well then i guess you can go across the street and get their water in those plastic disease ridden bottles if you would like but a cylinder of hydrogen dioxide will be here for you whenever you're ready to live um yeah it began in 1998 she said after her beloved father was diagnosed with cancer and giving her brands or uh, origin study story it seems naive at best craving at worst but paltrow uh, for Paltrow to commodify junk signs and dangerous information, even the affable late-night host Jimmy Kimmel, who had Paltrow on his show Tuesday night, couldn't play along, asking about a recent Goop post claiming the scientific benefits of going barefoot. What is earthing, he asked. I don't know how much, I don't know that much about earthing, Paltrow admitted. There's this type of electromagnetic thing that we're missing, and it's good to take your shoes off and walk in the grass. I don't know what the fuck we talk about.
2: And I 100% believe her other people come up with these fucking ideas smack her name across it and she just cashed them checks dog. what
1: about the jade egg 66 dollars she tells readers to insert their vaginas is that something you believe in camel camel asked i don't know patro said i never read that before
2: right because she don't know what the fuck they be selling she 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 literally just show up and be like what's that cool
1: oh like, she know she know
2: she's just playing stupid She playing stupid she just plead the fifth because she don't want to be held accountable people got like, well bitch this shit ain't real."
1: yeah she not she not slick with this shit she she not slick dog like it's it's kind of obvious what's going on she She knows she gonna get asked these questions in these fucking interviews yeah somebody
2: prepared her
1: you know so then when she gets in the interview it's it's i i don't i don't know i I, it's funny to me too i mean why would anybody do something like that and you're like dog you know what the fuck they asking you you know what it's about you you just don't you don't give a fuck <sighs> motherfucking man
2: then these white women money right because they know nigga. What, what niggas you know walk around with some fucking goop
1: with some goop y'all motherfucking man these white people looking stupid as hell out yeah, here now streets. that's the
2: slime like real goop
1: right Mm-mm-mm. but if it works right
2: yeah hey, your hustle is a hustle like people say
1: uh but yeah she um so stupid man i can't believe this Mm. i don't know i i don't even know where you would begin to get a question like that to be honest i mean how how did you even come up with that you know i uh just it what a strange world we live in where people would you know even think that that was a thing that could happen, that you could pay for a product like this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, go to my site. Uh, those eggs, of course, were available for sale at her summit. In the day's first lecture, Sadigi spoke for nearly 90 minutes about integrative photosynthesis, spiritual Wi-Fi, and lateral tea to the body
2: bit the wi-fi you got a passcode what's happening
1: here Neurovegetative signs and the ontological experience called your life Mm-mm. he spoke on june 4th 1997 the day patro first reached out as the most important of his entire life more so that his marriage or the birth of his two children he saved every email she ever sent him and spent half so she emailed him first and spent half an hour walking the audience through a detailed explanation of patro's first blood work her then recurrent urinary tract infections and ovarian cysts that he said threatened to blow out her back one of the enduring mysteries of patro success as a health and wellness girl is her endless stream of medical ailments yeah i'm sick all the time tell me about it but you do you not live your raps? because you said this shit gonna cure me Sadigi so went off on some interesting tangents. What makes water wet? He adds more than once. I nearly got a master's in electric chemistry asking that question. He stated that he still don't know how many birds fly, despite the Wright brothers inventing the airplane by observing birds in flight. Oh, we still don't know how birds fly. I am probably one of the most authentic human beings you ever. We don't know meet. how birds. That's what he said. He said a pron- pronouncement usually reserved for anyone working on a con. Uh, about 50 women most exasperated streamed out during his lecture and it's not hard to see why by middle age most everyone has had an experience with catastrophic illness and there's no reconciling sadiki's nonsense with that finally after plugging his forthcoming book he wrapped up this is not a convention it's a pilgrimage we are here to hold the light the consciousness for a different way of being Mm. next up was a panel on gut health here we were instructed that kale, superfood of the millennium, can be extremely dangerous. That vaginal birth is a new breastfeeding, a delivery system for essential nutrients that will determine your child's fate. That taking one Advil or leave is like swallowing a hand grenade. That cancer does not exist among wild animals. It does, according to the Wildlife Conservation Society and its similar rates to humans. And that we Americans are not meant to eat nightshades such as tomatoes and potatoes because everyone immigrated from Europe, Africa, or Asia, where there are no nightshades. Despite the Irish fleeing the Great Potato Famine, tomatoes composing the bulk of the Mediterranean diet for centuries. And France and Belgium's ongoing quarrel over which nation three hundred years ago invented French fries. Also, we should uh, use fr- frog venom to treat burns, bad luck, and cancer. Next up was a 10-minute facelift with Dr. Julius Few, a room-clearing demonstration in which Few sliced holes in a volunteer's face. After explaining that his patient was under a local anesthetic, he pushed a threaded needle through the volunteer's left cheekbone to her lower jaw, jaw then reversed course while tugging tight. Those who those who remain grown and gassed, the doctor was unfazed. I do think Gwyneth and I are alike in that we think the best things in life are the simplest. He said dabbing up the wounds. The procedure starts at thirty-five thousand uh thirty five hundred dollars and lasts two or three years. Fuse quick addendum. Blindness is a potential side effect. Ten minute facelift, y'all. Somebody
2: gonna fucking die and sue the shit out of her.
1: The ten minute facelift.
2: Motherfuckers go to school and learn about how a face is structured. Like my whole job is to reconstruct it.
1: Meanwhile, Gwitter Paltrow is it's on Jimmy Fowler talking about There are so many amendments <laughs> But if I could just choose one <laughs> I plead the Woo I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. Anything you say, fifth. Um yeah the event was nearly four hours yet there was no break in sight instead we were subjugated i mean subjected to another panel discussion paltrow interviewed two of our favorite strengths Dr. Phil Stutz and Barry Mitchell's explain that we are all mere pawns in something called the field, which Stutz described as the invisible force that makes things happen that you can't do on your own. The enemy of the field, they claim, is part X, a devil living inside you, a demon. He wants to fuck you up any way he can. But by closing our eyes, visualizing that what we want, and calling on the universe to deliver it, we can have whatever we want. It's a cynical mashup of Freud's personality theory, the Jungian. Uh, shadow self the comparative myth, uh, mythology and the secret capped off by stoltz and mitchell's telling an audience member upset that with her boyfriend to wish their problems away Mm-mm. but he beats me so hard yes we'll just stop believing in that Mm-mm. finally the crowd broke for lunch with those who paid around a thousand dollars availing themselves to private uh private workouts the highest tier lunch with paltrow and select panelists the pro pros were relegated to wandering around a warehouse and converted parking lot for two hours during so, uh, getting solicited by dream, entrepre- uh, wait, dream interpreters or standing in endless lines for free blowouts or manicures services promptly halted once the panels resumed no matter that some had spent well over an hour in line sorry one group staffer told a disgruntled guest we can offer you a $20 gift certificate so you can buy half a bottle of water get you a sip uh the three o'clock panel was the mother load described as the exploration of the mother wound and went and ways to reparent ourselves dr oscar saralach the lone male on the panel elicited groans when he compared his work on the mother wound to a reporter in a war zone seeing all this carnage around me dr robin berman claimed that the word mother is transgender dr share Sher what what was that the word mother is transgender okay dr sherry sammy wife of paltrow's first speaker hit the crowd's marrow listing the great stressors of upper class motherhood preschool interviews what camps they should go to what kind of nanny is going to bring the right consciousness into their life what kind of nanny yes that is a very you guys i'm sure many of the mothers in our audience have had to deal with what kind of nanny is going to bring the right consciousness into your child's life you know how all of you have nannies because you can afford it, right. and $40 bottle of water, I'm sorry cylinders of hydrogen dioxide uh, children are here uh, Sammy continued to teach their mothers how to be a great digestive enzyme, to help their children metabolize their experiences while leading the mother towards her divinity seems a lot for Tyler, but the crowd loved it, next was a sex panel featuring a therapist, author Esther Perel sexpert, Nicole Daydon and Jenny Connor, showrunner for HBO Girls. Wow, she got everybody in here getting this guap. Mm-hmm. Change it from goop to guap. Uh, yep. I get the guap, nigga i don't know how i got on this panel connor said as she struggled through a painfully earnest discussion of nourishing approach to an orgasm and the value of the body connor spoke to the industry heavy audience about female-centric production crews and the way women work in male-dominated writer rooms connor's cohort lena dunham billed as a star attraction did not appear paltrow offered no explanation or apology a rude omission for anyone who paid so much at seeing her. oh they combine like white woman voltron on this bitch
2: Right. It was like, Yeah, hey, only bought this ticket and she ain't here.
1: Right. I thought she could come out and and tell me some things.
2: Mm-hmm. She probably knew she wasn't coming when she sold the ticket. She had on that just so y'all come.
1: Probably the weekend she had to return her dog. Possibly. After a short break, Paucho's trainer and business partner Tracy Anderson, a controversial figure whose financial practices and approaches to business led in part to a fallout with Madonna, told the sta- took the stage for a brief awkward question and answer session. She spoke against cost training, regarded by many physiotherapists as extremely beneficial, uh, boasted that she worked with Microsoft to open her viewers neural pathways so they connect with her online presence, then rushed off stage. As we rounded five o'clock, the final panel Woo, took stage. She
2: hustled the hell out of folks.
1: Paltrow and her celebrity friends Cameron Diaz, Nicole Richie, and Miranda Kerr. In the middle sat Tori Birch the lone true businesswoman and at, at times she looked ready to gouge her eyes out yes this was the only panel that transfixed the entire crowd it was clear that they came what and it was clear that they came what they came for the chance to see and hear paltrow and her peers gush over each other's fabulousness marvel at how each of them does it all with no nods to nannies personal sisters household staff managers and agents and reinforce the notion that every woman out there if they only wish hard enough could buy enough gp approved product can be a member of her clique too, an inhabitant of her world, and there's no denying that Gwyneth Paltrow is in our own planet.
2: Ooh, oh, it wouldn't surprise me if she had a thing where people actually sell and push her product.
1: That's what the whole thing is. Oh, the whole oh. thing is a big ass Gwyneth Paltrow product. All this shit I've been mentioning is Gwyneth Paltrow shit.
2: I mean, like, like, like you join, like almost like Avon. You, I mean, now, oh. you know, where you join, you go, and then they have like, like conferences, and then you See, go and sell the stuff. The
1: only reason I don't think we'll get that yet is because that would dilute her brand.
2: Yeah. Right yeah. now,
1: it's the exclude. Like, you can only get a nigga to pay forty dollars for a bottle of water if they not, if no one's knocking on their door with a forty dollar bottle of water. You know they gotta feel like this was an experience right you know i went out and i listed her health modalities and i realized that you know my wellness centrifuge was a bit uh elongated so you know we we definitely crossed uh cross bridge that so uh that only cost me 500 dollars to, to hear uh it's one of it's one where those without more pressing concerns can leisurely embark on a journey face obstacles that help them remake paradigms to create more authentic selves that in turn so generously make the world a better more healing place yet it's one where paltrow's trademark snobbery and class consciousness although all attendees were promised post-summit drinks let's face it paltrow's editorial director elise low lone lone uh told vanity fair april everyone's going to need a cocktail at the end of the day uh, those who paid just $500 were hurried out of the venue as a voice came over the loudspeaker asking everyone else to join Gwyneth and her friends for a cocktail in the garden. In Patro's world, you get what you pay for.
2: Oh, so you paid $500, you had to leave? You
1: don't even get a drink, y'all.
2: Wow! They were like, y'all got the cheap seats.
1: Right. Uh, I paid $500, yes, but if drinking levels started at 1000 Right. So, I mean... <laughs> i don't know what you thought was gonna happen but you're welcome to buy a 40 dollar bottle of water on your way out come on good grief goop summit and they doing another one that's just a thing that is happening and the world is okay with sorry. you know that guy's getting kind of late and i'm sorry but we're not gonna do guest race. it's already two and a half hour show we'll be back tomorrow we'll do wine and white people news and then we'll definitely do guest race. i promise yes, y'all yes
2: i'm ready for wine and uh, white people
1: I got y'all on that. Uh, as always, we do have time for this, though. Mm-mm-mm. If you would drank some of that water, you'd be okay uh albuquerque new mexico police say albuquerque woman got so frustrated with loud kids outside her motel room that she threatened a nine-year-old boy with a sword
2: well damn
1: white it allegedly happened wednesday night Uh, uh, at uh. Seagull suites near lomas and eubank lisa von ruiz uh reportedly told police she was trying to sleep and got upset about the noise after she allegedly threatened the kid police say the child's mother broke into von ruiz's room and punched her in the face Ah. she held von ruiz till police arrived
2: my
1: baby. She was charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Her face was blooded. Yeah, you thread, yeah you threaten a kid with a sword. They mama might come in punch you in your face. I mean, just another reason you shouldn't have a sword. Alright, guys, we'll be back tomorrow for wine and white folks news and um some get and some guest race. Uh until and then Wednesday we'll be recapping, of course, Game of Thrones. So mm-hmm. until then, I love you.
2: I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.